in a crazy world with so much going on. Two brave gentlemen in Orlando, Florida, John Hannon and Chris Coleman, aim to provide a comedic spin on newsworthy and personal events. With one focused on funny and one informing, will they be able to save humanity with humor, facts, stories, and interviews? Join them as they try to fix the world's problems one joke at a time. This is Funny to Informing. Welcome to Funny to Informing, episode 209. I am John, that is Chris Pizza, Pizzaberg, Coleman. The curry to your tatum. <laughs> oh, excuse me, sorry. Oh, so starting off that's hot. The, uh, yeah, we are. Thanks Thanks for running our listeners off right away. The, that's, <laughs> that's, that's only, you'll only get content like that out of one of Orlando Weekly's Best of Podcast nominees. Ooh, yeah, yeah. This is the show, we focus on the jokes first, and uh, with bits of information, stuff from the news, personal stories, sometimes interviews, and uh, yeah, yeah. Somehow we got nominated for the best of uh, in the Orlando Weekly this year. Four years in a row, buddy. Four years in a row. Is it four or five? Yeah. No, this will be the fourth. I keep up with it every year because I like to, you know, throw it in people's faces. <laughs> Not throw it in their faces, but I like I use it as a I use, yeah I throw it in your face. You know, we were nominated. It's really hard to get nominated. You have to go online and tape our name one time and then they put you on a list with 72 other nominees <laughs> <laughs> no yeah so that's my thing uh, and we got so much to talk about because you know we i went on to a saint augustine trip you went to um bonnaroo right bonnaroo right baby yeah. i'm still yeah. high and uh and you know i feel like when we do these shows you know we always kind of have the same format of like personal stories and you know kind of stuff that's going on with us Yeah, you said but at the then, beginning personal stories yeah, yeah. Uh, blah 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 and sometimes right. interviews i don't remember and, any of that shit but you do <laughs> and then we have the news in the back half but i feel like the personal stories in the beginning now has been like more of an excuse of like this is why we haven't done shows lately or like this is what's going on and the reason why we haven't been getting around to you know uh, yeah. catching up it's been busy man man it's been busy yeah uh, yeah yeah but i mean uh but yeah back to the best of orlando weekly like there uh-huh. are a ridiculous amount of nominations because i was shocked <laughs> when our name was in there so uh-huh. i was like i mean dude you sent me the screenshot and it was only us and like nine other podcasts and i was like oh my god they brought they took it back down to 10 fucking nominate nominees like old school and tom and dan's not even in there we have a chance or other podcasts have a chance and then nope. i actually opened up the link and yes yeah, fucking like 20 or more i don't even know i i, I scrolled down again I think, so like, many podcasts i never heard of like fin- like finger length you know like the like the length of your phone and then a full scroll i did that like three times <sighs> and then found us and i was like oh, there it, we are oh my god oh my god yeah when i was voting <laughs> um I definitely had some issues like that. I was like, wait, we're, we're not even, I think John was wrong. I think we're not on the list. And then I was like, wait, well, there we are. There we are. Down to the bottom where we belong. Well, us and everybody else is on the list. It's, it, that's yeah, like I said, like some podcasts, some podcasts I'd never even heard of. And some, I'm just going to say it, like I know aren't the best in Orlando. Not to say that like ours is, but you know, of that list, I definitely have Hell some no. that I think are at the top. And I have some that I think are like, how'd you even make the list? And I figured it out because the list is the noms are so long. I figured it out. I feel like all you got to do. I, I think if you just get written in one time, they put you on that list, bro. You think so? 
And I then think they just no add everybody. Either. I think they're just like, yeah, I think we could put like, um, you know, like fucking podcast show with Chris and with Chris and Johnny like next year. And we'd get on the list for nominations. Like if we just wrote that in, I don't even know if well, they look to see if that's a podcast. We could do that. I mean, M- maybe next year let's write in, let's write shot. in like Joe Rogan <laughs> and see if <laughs> yeah. and see if he wins best podcast in Orlando. <laughs> what, yeah, like or like funny to informing as best restaurant or yeah, right, right, yeah, ice cream shop. Steak, funny to informing, right? <laughs> so I because I don't know how they yeah how they figure all that stuff. out. What I wanted to do was come up with like yeah a completely fake person or name. Make just like one face. Oh, there's page. already some of those in there that are real people, but they're so fake. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, yeah, cause, like the comedian category, isn't there like two of the same? It's Ross. Yeah, see, Ross this, this is that's okay. That's what I feel like. And last year there was another one. There was like uh, there was two line items for Tom and Dan in the podcasting for whatever reason. I think one just said Tom and Dan, and one said a mediocre time with Tom and Dan. Well, this year in the best uh, local comedians, you have you know a, hand, a slew of comedians, and then you have one of them being Ross Paget, who in my mind's out of that list as probably the top. Um, again, of, the, of those people funny. listed, I feel like probably he's he's one of them, and um, and then at the bottom of the list was another Ross Paget spelled R O S S because famously that guy spells his name Ross like sauce. It's R-A-U-C-E, but then at the bottom there was another line item, or R-O-S-S pageant, and I was like, okay, they uh, that that proved to me, because how many people would have spelled his name that, it's not like 50 people went in there and, and, and typed in R-O-S-S pageant. I feel like one or two people fucked that up, and because of that, they're like, oh, whoever this other Ross pageant is, let's give him a chance too. Well, it's proof that like nobody's really paying attention. No, it's like not, and it's proof that they're, that all you got to do is write in one name and you get on there. Because, again, since 2020, pre-2020, we've said this every year on the show, so we're going to cover it again. If you're new, welcome, guys. Um, pre-2020, it was like 10 nominees max per category. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then right. as of 2020, with the COVID pandemic and Orlando Weekly almost shutting down, I feel like they decided, let's open this up to everyone. Because guess what I've seen just today? And today is the day that we pretty much, I think, no, yesterday we realized we were nominated, right? So as we sit and record, it's the second day of the nominations being like a live thing. Well, guess what I've seen all over social media for, especially today, but for the last two days? Like being thankful for being nominated? Be- people posting links to go vote for them on the Orlando Weekly Best Of, right? And that's well, What Orla- does an online publication want? More yep. than anything? Clicks. People yep. to go click. So the more not people you nominate, the more people put links to your fucking publication on their social media, prompting people to go click on said link. That so it, it's a huge yeah. money grab. That's You're what it's been wrong. since 2020, and it continues to now. And that is it's, actually... You know, it's 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 definitely watered the whole competition down for sure. Not that you we put a lot of stock in it. I'm usually very happy to be nominated. I am this year. I was amazed because again, what did we say, John? I oh, think we mentioned yeah. it once or twice on this show ever at all, and just kind of gave up on it because again, you know, I'm not in Orlando anymore. So how are we technically an Orlando podcast? You got me twisting my mustache in a fucking dude. I was like, right well, now, but you were saying got me thinking, so I'm like twirling. <laughs> yeah, you're like hmm. <laughs> You're very Phineas yeah. Ferb over here, but no, um, yeah. but, but yeah. Like, so I feel like yes. Uh, I again, while we are happy to be nominated, it is very extremely watered down. And I appreciate whoever that one or two people were that probably wrote us in there this year. Thanks for getting us in there again, guys. Right, but it means no, way less. 
I like and like the people that work for Orlando Weekly are super nice people, you know, and like every but like it's a a good magazine, especially to find out what's going on and like you know to know you know to keep up. Yeah, with I've always been a fan and, of it. Or but like but it does make you think. It makes you twiddle your mustache a little bit and be like, huh? Right. I don't hmm. know what's going on. It makes you want to. It makes you want to launch an evil plot <laughs> against the moose and squirrel. <laughs> i'm literally only growing out this mustache because that's like i'm i'm trying to grow this thing in as much as i can right now but the only reason is because like i want to get like beard wax or something and kind of twirl the ends yeah, like um, yeah, yeah and you can get scented uh, wax I don't know. too so it's it smells good and it'll taste good so like if you put it all in your mustache and then you eat or drink and like you lick your mustache it'll be like mm, cinnamon or whatever no the, shit the thing is. yeah 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 absolutely mm-hmm I go because I was like, it's kind of. I've never had it this long before. I don't think this is the longest I think I've ever had my mustache and beard. Technically, not like you, but obviously. Oh yeah, mine's very mountain man right now. It's like that several times. I'm rocking the mountain man beard. I'm trying to combat like the tickling of my nose, but like I'll wake up and like this is the only (laughs) way I could describe it. But it's like bedhead for my mustache, and it's like every which direction. Yeah, no, I get it. Trust me, I get it. It's my whole face. I don't it's like, like it. bedhead for my entire head, other than my head part. <laughs> no, because <laughs> I really sense. the only thing I want to go for is like I don't know what came first. It's either V for Vendetta, <laughs> like that mask, or Anonymous. <laughs> yeah, Guy Fox. That's Guy Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm going for. I'm trying to do one of those, like twirl the end of my mustache, trim, or like Ooh, just do yeah, a strip. Yeah, you get that sharp, that sharp chin po- poker. <laughs> yep. You get yeah. the old dagger chin going. It looks All like right. a dagger. Because like the the twirly mustache parts look like the uh, the sheath part to cover you to to save your hand on the handle, and then the oh, right. you know, your your beard your sharp beard is the dagger part. Yeah, it's those a, always the, remind the, me of daggers. Like the handle of a sword, bro. That's what I, I want to go for. That <laughs> I'm already super <laughs> white. Sheath my sword. Yeah, so the mask works. I'm you know, and so I I don't know, but then after that I'm shaving it because this is uncomfortable. I really don't is like it? it that much. Yeah, I, I hate getting, dude, I, every time I eat, I'm like, hmm, these spider legs are delicious. <laughs> I don't know how you <laughs> do it, man. That's what it feels like. It, like, it's to the point that <laughs> when I uh, when I eat and I get a hair in my mouth, I have to be like, mm, is it short and very, very thick? Oh, that's me. It's cool. It's attached to me. Or is it really long and stringy? That's somebody else's gross. I got to spit this food out. Like, I have to diagnose that several times a meal. Uh, I feel like there was a couple of times where I've woken myself up because I thought a bug was on my face <laughs> when it was just like a piece of my straw mustache stabbing no, me. No, that doesn't that doesn't bother me. I definitely don't feel it throughout the day unless I go to eat. Like I said, then then I get a spider leg in my mouth and I'm freaking out a little bit. But now I'm so used to it, I just feel like if I, I got an actual spider leg in my mouth, I'd just be like, meh, it's just a mustache hair. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll post it to the group page when I take the picture because that's all. I, that literally, it's, I'm doing it just for a photo, and then I'm shaving it. So, so we'll uh, both do it. We'll both do it because mine's grown out real long too, and I can do it with my mustache. I'm sitting here doing the uh, Guy Fox twist right now, so I'll get some wax too, and uh, that's we'll what both I'm because yeah. I've never I've I've never done the whole curly twisted up you, mustache. I I'm going to tell you right now, mine's going to be better. You, do you think yours would be better than mine? No, right? No, 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 no. My mustache okay. isn't as... I just trimmed mine down and shit, too, my mustache, because I wasn't planning on doing an evil, evil fucking, evil mastermind with it, but I'll keep growing it out. My shit's going to yeah, be... will be better. Plus, I think it looks better with just a mustache than a, than on a beard. I don't know. It, it might look good. We'll see. I think yeah, well, because... 
what's the um i mean i've because i haven't seen the new top gun but what's the top gun like everybody's going for that one mustache from like the guy from top gun rooster oh, no tom tom scarrett um i don't know what his name is i forget what his name is just be root jester Ch- chester yeah i have no idea i, haven't I remember seen it yet. honestly the only reason i know is um and I don't know based on the new Top Gun. I haven't seen the new one, but I just watched the old one again because I wanted to be fresh in my mind to go see the new one. Oh, so you, you say you're going to? Yet. Yeah, I want neither. to. Yeah, I want to see it in theaters, but I honestly don't even know if it's still in theaters. Oh, you know, okay, just this, this is completely unrelated, but there was like a couple weeks ago uh, we talked about when you had gone to see Jack White, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I guess he like extended his tour a little bit. I think it's attached to the same tour that you saw him on, but it's ex- he extended Probably his if, tour. If he's still going, yeah. When is yeah. when is he coming through town? Uh, September. Ooh, so damn. Okay, that is a month from now. But I was. I so wonder like, if it like, is the same I, tour. If it's part of another tour. I I think it. They said he just added another leg, like okay. to you know to the tour that he's already doing. But um, yeah, dude, it the the. Uh, tickets or the pre-sales opened up this morning. First thing, five minutes in, I was already calling well, my buddy and we're like... It's a smaller, you know, it's not a huge venue, so I don't know how many tickets were available and I don't know how quick it sold out. How much were they? Uh, Well, after like... It wasn't that bad. It was like Take 65 or something. Okay. It was like 65, but it, um, it was like the service fee, sales tax, uh, this tax, that tax like the butt fuck you you know screw yep. you over tax so it's like i don't yep. at the end of it it was a little bit of a chunk Probably of change close to 100 bucks or whatever that's that sucks but no yeah, it'd be still... worth it. um again i just saw him in what was that in uh in may i saw him up here and it was cool you know i didn't even care you know, i didn't you know seek out the tickets or anything my buddy joey had extra tickets took us along thankfully and it was a great show i'm glad he did well and Bonner, bonnaroo was in your backyard Right, practically. Bonnaroo. Yeah, pretty much. Forty-five minute drive, buddy. Man, how was Tennessee. that? You have to tell me. It was amazing, dude. I okay. So my girlfriend called me up like two weeks ago and was like, <clears throat> um, she was like, "Hey, uh, do you want to go to Bonnaroo this year?" And I was like, "Not really. I've never been one. I've never had a want to go to Bonnaroo. Like I've never even thought about legit going to Bonnaroo because the whole festival vibe is just. I'm too old for that shit. Like I'm not about camping." in like in the heat of the summer you know what i mean and being really shit for fucking three days yeah dude like i just Uh i I don't i don't really understand like i it just didn't seem appealing to me honestly i've never been that big of a concert guy if you haven't noticed i go to a lot more stand-up comedy than i do concerts because i have a lot better time at stand-up comedy it's better bang for my buck personally that's true when it like when it comes to that aspect of like karaoke and dancing and you know, like vi- like music, uh, you know, you'll listen to it, yeah. but you won't like be too involved. It's or- just, I'm not, yeah, I'm not hugely into like the live music portion of it because again, it can be really disappointing. Plus it can be hot. You can get rain. It's just, there's a lot of, you know, variables where I'm like, <laughs> you can get hot, you can get wet. <laughs> uh, I'm not that huge of a fan where I'm like, ah, I got to see this and blah, 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 you know, in whatever way. I've just never <laughs> been that diehard of a live music fan. I just haven't. Um, but I will say this. So she hit me up and she was like, Bonnaroo, 
you know, and we had kind of mentioned maybe going and renting an RV because that I would do that. I would get an RV and go camp out for four or five days out there and hang out because I can go back to an RV and take a shower and take a shit in a pit. You know what I mean? Inside of a decent bathroom and all that. And I was just like, I, you know, my whole thing was I don't want to camp in the fucking woods and sweat my dick off for four days and not shower the whole time and smell like shit. Like I'm not a 25 year old hippie kid. You know what I mean? Like that's just that's not me. True. That's true. That's true. Yeah. With like. You know, I, I like to be cleaner than that, to be quite honest with you. So I was just like, uh, you, you went, know, you went, I said, wait, I'll, you went all, she said, did you go all well, the days? Yeah. Well, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but we came home each day because we live 45 minutes away. Ooh, so I, I, I didn't know you went all of them or like yeah, Friday, three. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I, stuff was going on Thursday, but it was real smaller stuff. And honestly, in retrospect, I kind of wish I had gone on Thursday, but um, so she hits me up and she's like, you know, do you want, do you want tickets? I can get them, uh, like a friend at, at her job can get them for 145 bucks, which is for all, for the entire fucking thing. Okay. Well, that's not bad. Like, yeah. I said, uh, you know, I, I mean, that's a good price for all those bands. Like who's playing? And she was like tool. And I was like, and that's both of our, like we grew up listening to tool. I've been listening to tool for over 25 years. Like that's a band myself and my mom listened to. A lot. I thought I thought day. he was I doing a different many hits of acid. I thought it was a different band now, times. or like a perfect. No, he circle. has several bands. He has a perfect circle. He's got Pussifer. He's got Tool. He's got another one that I'm not even aware of. Yeah, that guy's super busy all the time. Um, so Tool was the headliner, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like I want to go, but I was just like, that essentially. And when I looked at the lineup, I was like, "It was the two names that jumped out at me were Tool and Mark Rebier." The online loop. Oh, daddy. yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I and I was like, those. That's that's the two I want to see. And I was like, so is it worth 145 bucks for me to see those two bands? And then she's like, fuck it, I got them. That's your Father's Day present because it's Father's Day weekend. I, so I got them, and we're gonna go see Tool. Oh yeah, that just and, passed too. Yeah. So Happy Father's Day. I, late. Thanks. Thanks. So I uh, I was like, you know, cool. Let you know, it'll be an experience. And and honestly, I was not super excited for anything other than Tool, which was on Saturday. So I was just like, even if we don't go to any days but Saturday, fuck it. Like I was just not even like, not that I wasn't feeling it, but I was just like, I don't really care. Like I I could take it or leave it. You know, aside from Tool on Saturday. So I was like, anything Damn. else will be a bonus. Like so, let's you know, let's see what the schedule looks like and what we can make it to. And then I started looking deeper at the schedule, and I was like, okay, these there are some bands I do want to see or at least want to check out. So I started getting more excited. And then as the week of Bonnaroo came, and I realized that, uh, you know, I'm going to Bonnaroo this weekend, it was like, holy shit, I started getting the excitement. It just didn't hit me till the week of. Yeah. So we go Friday, and, um, and I saw uh, the big name that I wanted to see Friday was J. Cole. Um, who's a hip hop What? Guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, J- yeah. come on, J- dude. Jake. I will say this. J. Cole murdered it. I have seen a number of hip hop shows, some live and a lot you know, like televised or videos of of live hip hop shows. And anybody who's a, who's ever seen a live hip hop show knows that it's notorious for the guys just kind of being lazy and either not rapping along or just kind of rapping the last word like you know how your best friend who who thinks he knows the words to a rap song doesn't and he just gets the last word of every yeah. verse and the chorus that's what live like rap shows are quite frequently to too much candy like. shop yeah yeah <laughs> right. don't you drop. candy shop don't you stop <laughs> yeah so it's a lot of that 
Well, J. Cole, um, he impressed me. He did not pull that lazy bullshit. He pretty he, he didn't rely on his backing track that often. Um, he even like it, he even pulled out one of his older songs with his uh, with his most like one of his most lyrically deep songs, and he was like. He was just saying up there like, oh, uh, uh, y'all want me to play some some real old shit? And the crowd's like going crazy. And he's like, this is like my vocal workout. I haven't played this in years. So I need y'all, if y'all know it, sing along with me, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he gets up there and he fucking murdered it like line for line. Didn't drop a lyric. Fucking killed it from start to finish at the end of the song. And it was just really, really, really impressive. He um, left a thing in the beginning that like, I might fuck this up. It could yeah, go he was sideways. just kind of well. That's what he said. Yeah, we don't he was know. Like we don't, we don't. Yeah, we're gonna see how I do. If you know, if I if I fuck up, y'all call me out. But keep me on point by singing along with me or whatever, right? And I mean, long story short, he fucking killed it. It was an amazing. It was a really good set. And by that point, I was a hundred percent rue, and I was just like, "Fuck, man, I'm all about it." Like, I need some Molly. I need some fucking shrooms. I need like, I need the full experience. I um, got a boner. For the Rue. Bona for the Rue. Bona So as we were standing there throughout the weekend at different shows, as I got thoughts, I would I pulled out my phone and would make notes because I knew we'd be talking about this. So this I'll just kind of read from you from my notes, scattered as they were. Um, and I will say they're not as crazy as you guys might think they're going to be because I'd never found any Molly or any shrooms. Um, and I will say this, you know, if you're into that type of thing, which I normally am not, but I will say this, Bonnaroo is like this experience that I feel like you have to ex- experience for yourself w- at least once now that Compa- I'm gone. How is it and compared to like, ex- um, like a Woodstock? I, I've never been, so I don't know. <laughs> I mean, cause it seems it's like it's kind this, of like, you know, the same it's, type it's of deal. This generation's Woodstock, bro. There, there's a, there's a Bonnaroo code, which is radiate positivity there's this whole vibe about clean up after yourself there's a squad that goes around and cleans up the fields after each set called the the clean uh the clean roo team or something roo clean team like it's it's very hippie it's this generation's woodstock it really really is and the vibes are amazing and the people are just like everybody's you know the the theme of it is like be nice to your neighbor and like love one another you know it's definitely this generation's free love hippie experience the people it's as close I mean, as you want, can get i don't want to put you on the spot uh, uh well should i ask this question i don't know you, did you get flashed did you um, guys get flashed not, while you guys were walking around <laughs> i thought i saw a video no, not really dude the thing with bonnaroo is um when i told my my buddy she had, like, going, who's a who's a bonnaroo vet um i said what can i expect and the first thing he said was titties so many titties and i go oh i wasn't even expecting that i just but okay, I was, so I was thinking like I've been to rock fest or rock shows before where they do the painted titties. Like, oh, there's yeah. There's usually a booth yeah. set up where they'll paint your titties to look like baseballs or watermelons or whatever. That's right. So I figured yeah. I kind of was like I was kind of in my mind was like it'll probably be a lot like these like you know day long rock fest shows I've been to in the past with you know several stages and blah blah blah. No, dude, it's on another level, bro. First and foremost, it is so big dude the farm that it's held on is almost 700 acres which good lord is, i mean put that in your mind yeah dude and most of that is camping most 700 of that is fucking camping. acres 700 acres bro it's it's just it's so big dude it's like you have to see an aerial view of it but um yeah so i just these again are notes and i can you know i'll go over some of the bands that i saw and you know maybe if you want to review i can kind of tell you that but yeah, my, my first thing was just that it was so big. It's on a 700-acre farm in Manchester, Tennessee, which, again, is only 45 minutes from where I'm at, just south of Nashville. Um, 
And again, these are kind of out of order because these are just random thoughts I had as I saw things and they came to mind. Um, so there's again, no no order here, but these are just my random <laughs> thoughts throughout Bonnaroo. Uh, so that first night standing there at J. Cole, I, I looked over at my girlfriend and I was just like, oh man, I, I said this several times. I go, oh, it smells good because we smelled a bunch of pot. We could smell pot everywhere. I was like, oh man, that smells good. And we didn't have any pot. So that was- Well, duh. It was- it was, dude, it was, I was dry at Bonnaroo. It was, you know, even, I will say this, even being dry and not having the full Bonnaroo experience of shrooms or Molly or some kind of mind altering experience, which you kind of really need to fully experience Bonnaroo. I still had an amazing time. That being said, I want to go back next year, but there's really? so many smells. Yeah. So I, I just put so many smells alternating at the same time. Because um, it went from like, dude, it That's would be like one second. We would just smell just thick clouds of, of pot. And then the next second, it was like fucking all this great food that they're cooking at the vendors, which are everywhere around you, like burgers and pizza and fucking just every anything you can imagine. And then um, and then you get just a giant waft of B.O. from the fucking dude next to you who hasn't bathed in food oh, and he's sweating his balls off yeah. on acid in a fucking in a thousand man fucking pit in front of a stage. You know, so <laughs> it's, it's everything, dude. It really is. It's just, I forgot about it's that a, type. It's really an, uh, an assault of smells upon your nose. Um but another thing I put is uh, I don't understand hula hoop chicks. And I have a video. I have a bunch of photos and videos I'm going to post on the group page. Um, either from my phone or my, my dead mom's phone. Stick around and find out. But um, Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> so, but, okay, have you ever been to a show or an event where these hula hoop chicks are? Where you've just seen like a, like maybe, it, it, they usually um, appear at most hippie gatherings of any kind. Yeah, well, like, I went to, like, Rare a couple years ago where there was a couple stages, like, a few weird rides set up that they had, like, quickly set up. Um, but then, then there was, like, like glow-in-the-dark hula hoops and stuff like that. Yeah, they all glowed. One, yeah, or they put, yeah. like, glow sticks in them or they have lights on them. So, okay, I just yeah. don't, I, I don't understand, like, I, I just, they, I just was, they were everywhere. And I was just it's like, It's pretty amazing. I what it, no, it, it, it I'm not taking anything away from them. I could never do what they're doing. They're super talented. But, but why? What is it? Why? <laughs> like, I, I just like you I, can't just dance. You uh, have to go. So if you want to dance, if these people want to dance, they have to show up to a club with a fucking hula hoop. It just doesn't question. make sense. And dude, they never seem to stop. It's like the the girls that I saw going just kept going and going. And it's like, are they even alternating, or are they doing the same routine? Like fucking five times repeated like you know i so they started like watching dying the on the inside like, yep seen it seen it seen it yep oh yeah. now you're gonna throw it up in the air and catch it with your head and then you're gonna that's spin how, it around your neck and then you're gonna drop like it to a, your uh, ankle and spin it around your ankle and it's like i know what you're doing girl i, I i've I, we've seen the routine move on you're like i swear the passion has probably just been like drilled out of them they were actually wanted and liked doing that at a certain point and now because right. it's a job and now it's or all they have left no no like, these weren't even pa- <laughs> no these weren't it. even girls who were working this was not a job thing these were not part of the show these are just fans these they're are like, just I'm bringing my hula yeah dude and they're just everywhere with their hula hoops they take their hula hoop all over Bonnaroo and when they that dance might, they dance with a hula hoop okay so that might be like modern day groupies because, like, groupies follow certain DJs and, like, you know, I don't know, Yeah, performers. and see, Bonnaroo is and, a lot of DJ sets and, and trippy electronic music and stuff like that. Oh, that being said, on that note, I wrote this down. I had heard of this band but never seen them because, again, I don't listen to a lot of EDM. Um, but Black Tiger Sex Machine is great. I never even heard of that one. 
um, I yeah, I was like, I've heard of that, so I kind of want to see it. And then I got over near where it was, and I was like, oh, it's EDM. Okay, well, I'm good from afar. I don't need to get in the crowd for that. Like, I don't give a shit about EDM enough to like go fucking get in a pit for it or anything. So I was like, um, I actually watched them for like an hour, watch slash listen while I played volleyball at the Oasis area at Bonnaroo because they've got all these areas. Dude, Johnny would have loved it at well, the Oasis area. Yeah. It's like they put sand down. It's got this whole beach theme. And they put sand down under this big shaded area, and there's seats and hammocks everywhere. God. See, at least they went actually, like, for theming certain situations and actually, like, investing the money. Like, not like fire oh, Festival. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, it's actually... Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. No, Bonnaroo, Bonnaroo goes all out. And having never been, I had nothing to compare it to, so I don't know if it's better or worse or bigger or smaller, but... I am in a Facebook group for Bonnaroo, so since it's wrapped up, I've seen everybody pretty much in that group kind of give their list of like, there's been a lot of complaints, but a lot of people were super happy with it, and based on what everyone said is I can tell what's kind of new and what they didn't have in the past or things they had in the past that they didn't continue with this year, and this this year sounded great. Also, it was very, very lightly attended as compared to years past. Really? So, yeah, yeah, for that well, reason, Bonner- I'm super happy. For me, like, Bonnaroo, it's like, that when I asked about, like, the comparability, if that's a word, comparability, that's a word, maybe? Comparable. Oh, okay, I like that better. That's <laughs> comparability is a word, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, but, like, that's why I was asking about Woodstock, because, like, to me, it's like a Woodstock, Lollapalooza, and then, like, Bonnaroo is to me up there as one of those bon- type of I will say, okay, from things. what I understand, from what I was reading of, of all these, you know, these uh, Bonnaroo faithfuls that have been so many years and been to all these different fests is that Bonnaroo is the only thing like like it. it. It is the closest thing to Woodstock that we have in this generation. That being because it's on a farm in the country in the middle of nowhere, whereas Lollapalooza is a touring thing and it's usually set up in a city on some type of asphalt and shit. That's so true. This is a much more yeah. natural, natural outdoorsy vibe, and and whereas Lollapalooza is just more of like a, a money grab, show up for the show and enjoy the bands. People show up to Bonnaroo. Like, I'll say this: I I'm already planning. I'll go to Bonnaroo next year, not knowing a single fucking artist on the list. I I want to go. I am after this weekend. Without even, like I said, getting the full experience of the mind expanding, you know, goodness and being able to just let it all go. I am down to be a dirty hippie for a week and a year. Man, see, but like, and people need to, if they want to experience stuff like that, they have to get out and start doing it. Honestly, because like I'm I've glad, been, I'm glad that she got the tickets and that I went. Because again, it changed. You know, it just it it was. There's nothing like it. Uh, there's there's uh, there's just nothing more open and welcoming and just being able to do what you want to do when you want to do it where you want to do it for the most part, obviously without hurting others or whatever. It's just gl- so open and freeing. I I know nothing else like it in life. So I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm you looking got forward like, to next year. Because when you started it, it was like it sounded like you were gonna fucking hate it or you were disappointed in it. And then I'm glad you at least got excited at the last second, like right oh, before I, yeah. you went. The week of, I you was know? like, yeah, this is gonna be fucking good. This is Bonnaroo, dude. And then I was thinking about uh, bringing the equipment and trying to interview people. And I wish I had. <laughs> oh no! So next year, yeah. I don't know if they'll let me in with the equipment. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to get it in. We'll see. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you can definitely this thing, get it in. I mean, the case that this recorder goes, it looks like oh, a gun case. So mine, I, I have know, the that same might thing. Might be an issue, but yeah. 
but yeah, so I again, we we shall see. I don't know if they'll let me through with it or not. Plus, it's recording equipment, so they might be like, "What the fuck? You're trying to record the fucking record the shows or whatever." But yeah. that's the thing. If I was camping, I could get that shit in because in my own personal vehicle, you know, they search your vehicle, but they're only looking for weapons and large amounts of drugs. So it, I could easily have this if I camp next year. So I was if that's like, something yeah. we do, this will be no problem. What like what is that compared to what's really going on here? You yeah, know? see, and like, the camping is a real way to fully go and experience it as well. Also, I was doing some reading up on VIP, and uh, you know, again, I don't who knows what kind of money situation I'll be in next year. But if I could afford it, I would definitely love to go and camp and do VIP because everything I read was like, yeah, that's that's the way to go. Like not having to be out in the heat and being real close to the to the to the actual location where the fucking party is like you can actually hear all the music and shit all day and all night cuz you're right on site and that's the way to go. So if I can get into camp and, and do VIP next year, I will definitely take the recording equipment and uh get some crazy wild fucking <laughs> interviews from some really high people. Well, cuz that's the thing like I was considering the same option when I was going to uh St. Augustine. I was like, okay, so I could be there and just like talk to because like it was beachside, bro. It was such a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm thinking like, you know, if let's say that you're stuck up in, in the house or if I'm stuck up in the house, like the other one, like vice versa, however, we could be somewhere. Like I could be at a bar, you know, we could still do the show and you could be at your house. Like it like or we could be in two different mobile locations at you know, right. like it's so like I didn't realize the limits, you know, like the possibilities that we could get into. Where they're endless, bro. I mean, it's like I didn't even think about it, bro. It's like you just take the hit, man. And you record a I podcast, <laughs> dude. Well, it's like it was a couple hours of a drive, and I was, you know, maybe like an hour and a half into, you know, almost there or halfway there, and I was like, wow, I should have brought the equipment. I was like, damn it. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, no show well, this see, week. I thought about it, and then I was like, I don't know. You know, having never been, I didn't know what to expect. I was like, I have no fucking clue. But now that I've been and I know what's going on a lot more and I know where things are and what to expect a lot more, I'm definitely going to try to take the equipment next year. And again, I can promote the podcast that way. And I guarantee you we get some fucking listens out of Bonnaroo, dude. I mean, as, 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 as crazy and over the top as we tend to get sometimes, I feel like that might be our audience. So... Get us in maybe the. Uh, we can, maybe we can get uh, best of Bonnaroo. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> so, I was just going oh, to that it. nomination, buddy. But yeah, you so, beat you me know, to I, it. You know, I also put. You know, it's the best people watching ever. It really is because the costumes. You know, you, you told you asked me was I flashed. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about that video I posted um, on Instagram where I was flashed. Yes. Um, so to answer your question, yes, and to go back to what I was saying, expect a lot of titties. I went in expecting a lot of titties, and I was actually surprised, and I saw way fewer titties than I did asses. Dude, by the second day, I was already like, I'm just, I'm tired of, not I'm tired of looking at asses, but they're just not, they don't draw my attention anymore. It was, dude, no? literally on Saturday, it, it was, it was just everywhere you look, everywhere you turned your head, you saw an ass, at least one ass. That's the way everywhere. I lean. I mean, that's speaking my language. No, again, I, right there. I loved it. No, it was great. It Come was on. ass, ass, ass everywhere. But it just, it lost its novelty. It was so much. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> look, I love ice cream, but if you feed me ice cream for a week, after a week, I'm going to be like, more ice cream? Great. Like, okay, I'll take it. Again, I'll eat the ice cream, but I'm not excited for it anymore. It lost. So <laughs> no. that's how it was with asses. Um, and they're everywhere. And and tits, too. You know, uh, I saw, by the end of the weekend, I, I saw more of the, uh, you know, the tits out with the... Uh, tape over the nipples or the little pasties covering the nipples the whatever, stickers whatever it is. 
Yeah. Um, I will say, right when I yeah. showed up, before we even got out of the parking lot, this girl uh, went to, I don't know if she was changing her shirt or what, but her whole tit just flopped out, and then she left it out for a minute, and then was like, well oh, then. She just kind of covered it up and didn't even care, and I was like, that's Bonnaroo vibes right there. Like, they don't even care that their tits out. Nobody. <laughs> yeah, nobody so, does. So, <laughs> uh, the people watching was amazing. Then the costumes are part of that. Um, again, I kind of knew what to expect a little bit there because I've seen all the EDM people come into Orlando for the EDM. Or EDC. Sorry, EDC. EDC. Oh, right. Every right, year right. in Orlando. So I've seen those people, you know, they wear like the fishnet whole body suits and bathing suits and, you know, they're barely covered. It's tons of that as well because there well, is a lot of hula hoops at Bonnaroo. Yes, hula hoops, the whole nine. Yeah. Right? Bathing so there's a whole suits, section of hula that. Hoops. But then there's your segment of like there was a whole group of like older hippies. Then, you know, there's just so many classes of people at Bonnaroo because it's so all encompassing. Um, so the people watching again, just just world class people watching. Um, are you familiar with totems? Do you know what a totem uh, is? Did I say a totem? No. Nope. Hell no. So totems, if uh, again, you've seen these two from the EDC people. Um, they're just those tall sticks with like weird signs on them or weird like blow up toys or just. Oh, I don't, yeah, yeah. And, that, and, and they light up a lot too. They're like gi- yeah. giant long totem poles where these are a thing with all these festivals apparently. EDC, Bonnaroo, Lollapalooza, like all these, they, they, they're big on totems. And... Um, apparently they're like, they've got kind of the, the, the world split on people love them or people hate them. And I will say one of, when I posted my videos of tool, our buddy Joey, the first thing he commented was like, since when can assholes bring flags and shit in to cover your view? And I was like, oh, those are totals. Oh yeah. Cause one of them had a flag on it. And in my video, you could see the flag and it was kind of covering the stage. But dude, the stage was so huge. I could still see everything. And I told him, I was like, ah, that shit doesn't bother me. Like. I can still see enough. Like, it's not blocking my entire view. Plus, I'm one of the lucky ones that, like, when I stand in a field of those people, I can usually, I'm usually about a head above most people. So, I'm, my view is very rarely obstructed, at least by tall people. So, I'm lucky in that aspect. But people go either way on these totems. I'm a fan. I saw some of the coolest shit I've ever seen um, during the tool show. I saw a, um, uh, a couple of cat totems. One of them was, like, a neon a pink neon outline of a cat on top of a long stick and it was just glowing in the night like a pink neon cat and then another <laughs> one was like a picture of a black cat's face blown up real big and then had christmas lights around it and if it's, I, and it I was mean, just it was I weird guess it, that i saw these during tool because tool was, was one of my mom's favorite bands and i was like oh man that's definitely a sign dude and i, I won't lie man tool was a very tools an incredible experience bro like whole body experience the visuals on the stage obviously the music and then you could feel it in your body because even as far away as i was standing on grass it was all reverberating through the field and you could feel the bass and shit and it was just like even sober i was just like man this is this is incredible and i won't lie i i got a you know i definitely got a little emotional there thinking about mom during some of those songs yeah well and i think that's like like, maybe there that's like you know however you feel about like the totem part of it like i feel like that's one way or the other you know that's kind of like decorations for the concert that you guys are seeing in a way you know if it's done correctly and you know people well, can push their own agendas and be weird I, about I, I it i like but. it yeah it's cool it kind of expresses your personality and gets you attention and you know and maybe the band sees it maybe other people see it well i figured out by the end of the weekend as people were trying to navigate through these large crowds in front of the bands more than anything it's a fucking landmark so so we were i went with a group myself my girlfriend and her best friend 
so there was a time where I was sitting on the blankets and we were waiting on, I think, Tool. Yeah, we were waiting on Tool to start. And they both went off to go to the bathroom and get food. And I was like, I told them, I said, well, when you come back, because it's just a sea of people, you know? And it's like, when you come back, look for, you know, I'm a, we're, look for that lemonade stand and look for that totem with the pot leaf on it. Oh, we're like, brilliant. We're like 10. Yes. Yeah. So if you're the totem guy and you go with yep. a big group of friends, you go, look for the black cow with the Christmas lights. Look Unless for they take the it down. flag with the whatever, or look yeah. for the pink cat, or look for They're, the pot leaf, or whatever your totem is. It's a landmark for you and your friends to get around and find the group. That's that's more so what it's for. To yeah, be I, can, I mean, is, the that's only my thought on it. The only way that doesn't work because that is brilliant is unless somebody takes it down right you know within the few minutes that you you know no, identify no, it as a landmark no no dude no, that's yeah. the thing is nobody takes them down they pass them between the group and one guy gets tired of holding it you go john hold the fucking totem for a few minutes i'm gonna go pee or whatever but you keep them up the whole time man it's just like it's, i don't know man it's just part of the vibe of bonnaroo so, and i'm not a hater of them i like them and i like to see people express themselves through them um, I know you're going to um, post some of the videos or pictures that you got yeah, um, into yeah, the group page. Definitely. Did you get any videos of Tool? Oh, I got some great videos of Tool. Yeah. Hell, okay, cool. Because I, I got mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tool was again. Tool is our reason for going. Everything else was uh was just a bonus. Um, I tried to get some video of Mark Rebier. Um, but uh, dude, he came on. So Tool went on at eleven. So we watched Tool till twelve thirty, and then at uh at one o'clock. Yeah, I think 1 a.m. Mark Rebier was supposed to come on. Oh, that's late, late. So, yeah, exactly. Oh, so we, we, we head over to the stage he was playing at after Tool wrapped up. And we're sitting there, and we're waiting, and we're waiting, and we're waiting. And he finally starts, and, like, the stage lights up. And you can't see we where we were at. We couldn't really see the stage, but I could see the stage lights came on, and everybody starts cheering. And then I hear Mark Rebier, and I see him on the screens, but I don't see him on the stage. And I was like, where the fuck is he? Long story short, he was trying to start his set in the middle of the crowd, and little did I know, he was fucking 10 feet behind me <laughs> with this swarm. With a, but he, the reason I didn't see him is because he had a swarm of fucking 100 people around him, you know, because he was standing in the crowd. Duh. So he yeah. tried to start remotely, and I guess he was going to start kind of singing from the crowd while he walked through the crowd up to the stage, and the audio fucked up right as he started, before his music would even come on. Damn, so, is your is your uh, mic facing the right direction? Turn yours around. Let me see. Yeah, what you talking Wait, about, Willis? But you have the task cam sign. Are you coming yeah, in low yeah, on yeah. your side? Tell me. I don't think so. In? Now don't turn think so. it around to the now now turn it around. Now turn How's it around. It's coming in the uh, same on my bars. My bars same? are the same. Are you lying? Same bars. Same bars. Same bars. Same bars. We're at 45 well, minutes, by the way, so we know where to Yeah, doing. yeah. Well, one side has to be better than the other. They can't both be... Oh, shit. Okay, I see the marking on this thing now. <laughs> Dude, oh <my> God. <laughs> we got to listen back and see what this sounds like now. Hold up. I'm going to stop it. We're at 45 minutes. I'm going to stop no, it. Don't stop it, please. I'm tired. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
All right, we're quickly back. We just had to fix something. <laughs> just look at that. Oh yeah, Mark Rebier came in and fucked up our audio. But Dude, that so, was, that was so much funny. like Mark Rebier, we had to restart our our whole set. No, oh. uh, but yeah, that guy that guy had to restart. Uh, to talk about audio problems. He had to restart his entire set. Um, he had to like stop it, walk through the crowd, and again in his underwear. He was he was wearing nothing but underwear for that, and walk through the crowd in his underwear with no sound, and then climb up on stage and then start his set. Yeah, um, he does and like a, I hear it was an amazing set, like a bathrobe or something. Yeah, he usually rocks his bathrobe and a uh, and a pair of underwear. But I think he was just wearing his underwear for this one because it was hot. Um, so yeah, I hear it was a great set. I'm not really sure because shortly after he started his set, Sharissa realized she lost her ID and credit card. No way. So, yeah. So she so, she places. started kind of freaking out. Yeah, she started kind of freaking out, and I was just trying to calm her. I was like, "Calm down. Like, first of all, like, go on. You know, I was like, first go like go to your account and see if any charges have occurred." So she goes onto the the app and she's trying to look at the charges, and because it's a clusterfuck of people, there's services shit. So her app's not working. So we ended up having to leave so that she could get out of the crowd of people and do the little. You know how on the all your app now your credit card apps you can just switch a button and turn it off yeah yeah well she was trying to do that in the crowd but it wouldn't work so we literally had to leave bonnaroo in order for her to get away from the glut of people so that her phone would work and she could shut off her credit card so wow. we missed mark rebier but i won't lie i'm sad i missed it but it, dude it was fucking it was like 2 a.m and we were ready to fucking we were all ready to get home and sleep yeah because i mean it, then it's already kind of late and then when you're at bonnaroo like they probably do boost the signal Knowing that that many people are going to be out there, but that's still. Oh, I'm amazed at how. I'm amazed at yeah. I'm amazed at how well everything worked, considering all the people were there. You know, my phone pretty much didn't have many issues at all, really, the whole time we were there. I wasn't trying to do a whole hell of a lot with it. I wasn't on social media a whole lot, but I would take. I would take some videos and post them on on Instagram, and that seemed to be working. There was a handful that wouldn't post, which I'm sad didn't get up there. But again, I still got them, and I can post them all on the Facebook page. Um, yeah, dude. You mentioned Facebook, you mentioned. Oh. Uh, Right. Yeah. So this is a good yeah. time. Um, Facebook or Instagram.com slash funny to informing all one word. The two is T-O. Um, but yeah, and Facebook is where we have just like fun conversations. There's a group page. Funny Informatives is the group page specifically. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But you scared the shit out of or like you skipped <laughs> Yeah, that page is as dead as my mom. Hearts. <laughs> yeah that, that group page is as dead as my mom and i had to wake it up and uh, it's good wow. to know as many people are in there paying attention as they are because they certainly don't react or fucking do shit about our uh, weekly uh show page postings that we do we when we post the show every week the link to it nobody likes it or reacts to it or does anything with it and then uh you go and you post a little uh a little ghost post from my dead mom and uh really draws you fucks out of the woodwork i, w- I went to bed early that night like Right, I guess you know, not long before you had posted it, and then I saw it the next morning, and I, I me too, because I know I'm not the only one, but I was like, no fucking way! I was like, oh jeez, I was like, that would have been like, in terms of like podcast stunts, that's like the stunt of all stunts, like that's fucked up. It, it wasn't good. Like, no I was way. thinking maybe I'll, you know, I, I I told you I when I commented. On that on that thread, sorry if you guys hear my dog barking in the background; she's fucking going crazy downstairs, but um. Uh, when I, when I posted that, I, I commented in there, you know, like next up calling people on my, from my mom's phone on her contact list and just <laughs> yeah. like freaking them out. <laughs> yeah. I was only half kidding. Me and my kid have had that joke going forever where I told, I think I, I think I said it, I might've said it on the show where I, I kind of want to call people from my mom's phone when they answer, just go, Woo. 
Oh, <laughs> so yeah, help, help! Oh my god, <laughs> I, I I don't know which way to dig, um, but <laughs> but uh, <Uh-oh>. so, <laughs> I I don't know. That's just my fucked up sense of humor. I kind I kind of still want to do it, and part of me wants to do it on the show. We're not going to have time for it this week, but my, part of me. But the good news for that stunt is that next week my mom will still be dead. We can do it then. Ugh, I had a sliver of hope when I saw that post. I was like, no, real, like no way. And then I realized you were kidding, and it made it so much more funnier. But like for some reason, I held on to this like stupid hope for a second of like, oh, oh. my god, it's a trick. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's his I was greatest sitting- joke ever. <laughs> So I thank you. Uh, yeah, so I have my mom's phone. Is how I did that. I don't know her. I don't have access to her Facebook page or anything other you just than have using her, her phone. The app through her phone. Yeah, so I have her phone, and I was dicking around on her phone. No, and I was like, thumb. oh, Facebook, and then I was like, no, her phone. You, no, no, no. I know her access code. Oh, her oh, code. oh. So, um, so I was like, yeah, that, I'm gonna go on there and just fucking do this stupid joke and see. And then, so as soon as I did it, I guess a notification came across Sharice's phone. You know, Vicky Coleman posted the funny two informatives, and she looked at me and was like, "What the fuck did you do?" Oh, <laughs> oh, no. And then I showed her, and she was like, "Oh, that's hilariously bad." <laughs> oh man! But yeah, that's again my twisted sense that's of humor. Rough. Um. Uh, again, I think she would have. I think she would have appreciated it. Yeah, and I mean, I don't really have like in terms of like pictures and stuff. I don't have stuff to um, really post from the St. Augustine trip. I mean, I guess because I was doing the opposite of what you were doing. You were like, you know, staying up a little late and raving and uh, listening to to some good music, you know, at that. But I was like by the beach. Uh, it was real quiet. I was, you know, sitting on beach chairs, smoking cigars and, you know, trying to nice. drink a little bit, take it easy. But, you know, and maybe I'll post the pictures that I got of the uh, the Pirate Museum because I thought that was kind of cool. Cause, oh, that's cool. I've never been to that. Well, yeah, because I guess that's kind of one of the big things with St. Augustine, it being one of the, like, the oldest city in the U.S. But, uh, yeah, they were had, like, torture chambers. Like, they showed you how they would torture other pirates. And I was like, what the yeah. fuck? Like it yeah, was some it's pretty dark, shit. dude. And it was, it was uh, very dark. The way like they they would do surgery and shit on people, like and like you know doctors, they just would give you alcohol, bite down on this rag, and like yeah, fucking yeah, hold on, and then cut your fucking arm off or whatever. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, they they they'll tell you count to three and then you know rip it at two. Fuck <laughs> 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 you. One cut. I don't oh fuck. my god, dude. Yeah, and then uh, there there was like um little gold coins that was like strapped in dirt and shit for like three thousand dollars i'm like that's a that looks like a pile like a dog it looks like a dog shit a pile it was like an old it was like an old pirate coin or like two or three clumped together yeah it was like cool but it was i guess they like you know digging it up it had dirt around it so i'm like i'm assuming you know they it (laughs) that's why it doesn't look the cleanest but the the value was insane and i would I don't know who they're selling that to, but um, you know it was kind of cool to uh, check out the pirate museum. I didn't go by the fort because you know there's that fort. The right fort there by is the like, uh, I mean, it's uh, you're not honestly seeing a whole lot inside. You know, you get like a little tour, and they're like, "This is where we would launch cannonballs, and this is where they would lock up the pirates and torture them." And like, oh. you know, it's. It's not, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of a history guy. I'm into that stuff. So it was kind of cool to do it, but like I've done it. So I have no need to ever do it again. Well, there was a few things I didn't do on purpose, like with the incentive of going back. You ever go somewhere and like not do stuff 
knowing yeah like, go we'll do that next time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and you just plan yeah like that's my bonnaroo was, next year oh uh, right shrooms yeah. we'll do that next year <laughs> you got 700 acres of bonnaroo let's do 350 this time and then try to get right. to the other half we'll knock the other three next time yep <laughs> um no but like because i i wanted to do the uh saint augustine distillery you know you do oh you yeah do yeah, the, yeah. Um, i've heard good things about that Oh man, I've heard really good things about that. If you haven't, if you didn't go, I would say go for that next time. No, I, I did, I did. Uh, it was pretty educational. Oh, you did that, okay? Yeah, free samples. I mean, the tour was yeah. free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff too. I hear the liquor's pretty good. Oh my god, man! They had one that I, you know, I'll definitely give it a free advertisement or talk about it because it was like called Eve's Blind, and it was some girl, some lady named Eve, and she has like a chemistry degree or. You know, and she is like a super genius and like the youngest in her field. And uh, for some reason, she decided to get into like, you know, making liquors. And she she sold like 800 bottles or a thousand bottles to St. Augustine's distillery to sell it. Um, but they don't know how she made it. And they like they, ever they've been trying to like recreate it, but they can't. And they're struggling hard, and they're like, "This that's is so weird." Yeah, and I don't know what it was. The well, best thing that I it scares me because that's called Eve's blind, and if you fuck up making liquor, we all know you go blind. So I don't know <laughs> if I'm drinking that. Just saying. <laughs> Plus, if she's blind, how do we know she's measuring these things properly? Yeah, <laughs> no, she wasn't blind, but like I think they called it blind because they don't even know the recipe. So we like, cause oh, we I see. It's like a blind recipe. Like, well, what's yeah, like what's in it? And they're like, we don't, we don't know. And like we've tried to emulate it or know. get close, and I'm like, really? Like this is the dumb part of the tour. It was the best. It was the best um, liquor that I tried, but it was the dumbest what, what, part of the what tour. What kind of liquor is it? It was a whiskey or a bourbon. A whiskey, huh? sorry, oh, bourbon. Okay. bourbon. Ooh, bourbon. That's my drink. Buddy. So good. That sounds good. Was it really good? Yeah. Oh my god, it was the best thing I tried there, and uh, and I wanted really? to know, okay, and I really wanted to know more about it, and they're like, well, it's called blind because. Uh, you know, this lady Eve uh, wouldn't re- release what, how she made it, and we don't know well, how she did it. Well, the thing with bourbon is like it can be so. So I could make a bourbon and then give you the recipe, and you can make the same bourbon with the same recipe, but then you have to age it in like in barrels. So if I age mine in one barrel and you age yours in another one that are prepared differently, it's going to come out. You know, although it'll be the same thing at heart, it's going to be smoother or more strong or more you know whatever it's going to change the variance on it a lot based on how long you leave it to age in in the barrel because the charcoal that lines those barrels mellows it out so, yeah well again, that makes a big difference that's a whole variant right there is just the barreling and what type and how long and how much charcoal and all that it's so many little variations going into that well because all these different flavors start to pop out of it yeah and it was interesting to see like they had them in like a little like just a small glass can like case and and it went down the line and it was like bourbon that was made just yesterday which i guess they replaced the bottle every day you're i mean you're at the distillery so it's like a bottle made just yesterday three months six months one year three years 10 years and then and it got darker and darker and like the the bottle made yesterday was clear yeah 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 yeah, it picks up those colors from the inside of the barrels yep Oh, it was yep, so from impressive. The wood in the barrels and the charcoal in the barrels. That's it's yeah. Again, it's beyond my knowledge and expertise. I don't understand really any of that. I have a cursory knowledge of that stuff, but I love bourbon. But I I I can't tell you really the difference between a bourbon and a whiskey. I just know I like them both. 
Well, well, yeah. I mean, same for me. <laughs> right. Yeah. right, right. What's a uh, 50% and of the time? And then like scotch. And then scotch. <laughs> scotch is fucking whiskey. It's scotch whiskey. But does it have to be from Scotland to be scotch? I don't fucking understand. I don't, you know, it, it gets really bogged down there with the whole Right. Know, I nuance. just know what I like. You know what I mean? Like, it's like. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I know, ew, this is good. Or bleh. No, thank you. <laughs> Hard pass. Um, yeah. I, oh, you know what? I feel like we tried some. I, I don't remember if it was you or not, but I was at um, I was at Wally's when they first reopened Wally's, and they had, uh, at the time, Paps PBR was pushing a whiskey, a clear whiskey. Uh, I don't think so. And it was real cheap. And I think because it was brand new, they let us try it because PBR was, Paps was just like giving bottles to bars trying to get them to buy it. And so they were like sampling it. And I tried it and it was fucking gross, dude. It was clear. So it has, it wasn't aged at all. You know, it was like PBR made it yesterday and then bottled it and fucking gave it to a bar. And it was like fucking jet fuel in a bottle. I was going to say, disgusting. I've never heard of it. So there's no way it went well. But Exactly. I, thought, I don't think it took off. I thought, it, ironically, for jet fuel, I don't think it took off. I thought it was going to be like, a weird little Easter egg. You were going to be like, this is the greatest thing, and then they just took it away no, with the Mexican pizza not. from Taco Bell. <laughs> no. I'll say this. Uh, you know, they, it's PBR. They do to whiskey what they do to beer. Make it shitty. Oh. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, nah, but it was it was a good time. And then, like, I recommend this to people, especially if you have a couple people or friends or whoever that you could throw in with. But, like, the idea is, like, get an Airbnb you know, try to chip yep. in and then yep. stay there and then, you know, for however long. Yeah, St. But it St. Augie's a cool city. I haven't done enough, like, adult shit around the town, honestly. Like, going to bars and distilleries and restaurants. Like, I need to do more of that instead of the more touristy stuff, which I have done. So. Yeah, because for me, it was a lot of beach, too, because the beach was right there. So I took yeah. advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Got all the salt in my nose, mouth, asshole, everywhere where... <laughs> It can fit. It's salt water. Uh, I smelled it all at Bonnaroo too, bud. Let me tell you. Um, I will say, so yeah, you said, you know, if you if you get the chance, definitely check out Augustine. I will tell you the same. If you get the chance, definitely check out Bonnaroo. And for all you Florida people, if you can't make it to Tennessee, I've been doing some reading and everyone, all these Bonnaroo faithful, say that the closest thing to Bonnaroo um, is going to be Okeechobee Music Fest, which takes part down there in Florida. So, oh. Nice. Yeah. Definitely check that out. And I would go, and, and I guess Huluween is another little offshoot that they do up in the Panhandle every October. So Huluween's another good one to check out. Um, if I was still in Florida, I would go to one of those. If it's outdoors, check the weather because uh, a buddy of mine, Dick, you know, Dickie Superstar Killer, Dick Face, Dickchard, um, however we call him. <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, he went to like- My buddy penis. I forget what it's called, but he went, he went to Rockfest or Rockville and uh, it Rockville. got rained out for yeah. half, the, half the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, and he Rockville was like, is not one he, I would fucking go to. It's a like, one-day so deal. Mad, it's not even, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, dude, that's not one I would ever give a fuck about. No, it's to, more dude. than that's one That's the day. one where the woman pissed on the guy's stage, or pissed on the guy's face on stage. Um, They do it a couple times a year. Oh, was it what? a weekend this time? Like a Saturday and a Sunday? Yeah, it was, yeah we well, talked it was about a little it on the longer. Because he was so supposed they to just Kiss, Guns N' Roses. Ugh. Uh, Ugh, Papa Roach, yuck yuck. like all these bands, Hailstorm, yuck. you know, like bands like that. <laughs> Ew. 
I'm Ew, just saying. I'm not going to that. I'm just at saying. All. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I know. I'm just I telling know, you. I know. <laughs> but he like, but he saw he was like, I couldn't see Guns N' Roses. I didn't see, you know, like so and so, five finger death punch or whoever went off the stage in the middle of their set. <laughs> I you know, I didn't see this person. I never I was like, I would be pissed. And they refunded like and you're like, well, I mean, I, I would only have been mad because of the money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and the and the refund was only half like half of it. And he's like, That's not even yeah, worth yeah, it. Yeah. So we have Ooh. another friend who's a who's a I think she's a friend of the show. I think she listens here and there. But our friend Kat, she went to it this year, and she said, yeah, she missed some of the some of the stuff because of the bad storms that came through. Um, but yeah, Rockville's not one that I would I wouldn't seek that out. It's that just disappointing just when you like my vibe standing in the Daytona Speedway in the fucking Florida heat for something. And again, it's not like the vibe of like the whole free love like camping aspect. It's just like everyone show up, then leave, go back to your homes and or hotels, then come back tomorrow and we'll do it all over again. And ugh, it's just and again, and that's I don't know that the vibe there is way different too. But anyway, we're getting off on a tangent. I'm getting off. on Well, a yeah, because there's but. a couple there's people out there that I know that like, you know, a couple times a year they like to treat themselves. So if they put the money in to try to treat themselves and it treat turns out like a wash, like it gets washed like that. That's that's annoying. Yeah. Like, like, no, yeah, I mean, that would really suck, especially on something as big, like a whole weekend fest like that, if it gets fucked because of weather, or Bonnaroo, you know, like Bonnaroo this year, thank God the weather was good, but the first day, there was a bad storm, and there was like 60 mile an hour winds that ripped through the camps, and so when we showed, that was on Thursday, when we showed up on Friday, there was all these piles of fucking uh, tent skeletons, like the the tents that you stand up, and then you put the covers, you know, like the, you know what I'm talking about, oh, like the little right. six-foot-high tents. But no tarp? Not like a camping tent, but like a tarp tent, you know, like a tent you set up to then put a table under and sell shit at a fucking outdoor event. Yeah. It was like skeletons of those piled everywhere on the side of the road, and we kept being like, and so we asked the guy who was taking us in, like, why, why do we keep seeing those everywhere? And they were like, oh, that's the uh, that's the skeletons from the... The tents that got ruined when the winds came through. Apparently, a lot of people didn't have their shit staked down good enough, and it ripped their fucking tents up, and just a lot of people lost their tents. Oh, the bad, the bad weather, man. So again, yeah, actually, you know, come prepared to this shit for sure. I hope they had backups. If not, yeah. they're screwed. Actually, yeah, I was seeing that on the beach too. People not if you don't stake down your umbrellas or your little structure, it'll yeah, it will yeah. go fly uh, by. Yeah, I know. I know all too well. <laughs> I know all too well. I made that mistake at a uh, Tom and Dan beach event years ago, and I lost my tent. Yeah, it's always a good time. Um, let's take a little bit of a break. This is episode 209. I need to refill up on some drinks. I got my... Yeah, I'm going to go get another one myself. Yeah, okay. That sounds good. Um, yeah, yeah. So we'll be right back. Um, this is Funny to Informing 209.
Welcome back to Funny Through Informing. I'm John. That is Chris Pizza Pizza for Coleman. The stamp goes to your land is cog. <laughs> God bless yeah. you. I just sneezed, apparently. I just sneezed <laughs> out some fucking Eastern European names right there. <laughs> Whatever happened to the greats like uh, yeah. Gretzky? You know, ones I could say. Well, no, because even some of the uh, vintage players are hard. You're right. Lemieux. To... Lemieux. Is that... Yeah, and that's like L-E-M-E-I-U-I-U-E-U-E-X or some shit. It's an X. That's all I know, bro. Right. What the fuck? Oh, it got so confusing. I know there was a player, uh, you know, and we'll probably end up getting to it when we uh, do the news, but there was a player that used to play for the Lightning, Vincent LeCavalier or some shit like that. I don't know that one. Le Clavelier. There's no way I'm saying that right. I remember this woman's name. I don't know why I remember it, but I do. So when I was a kid and before Atlanta had a professional team, we had like kind of like how Orlando's got the Solar Bears. So it was like an under league. Yeah, Yeah. Atlanta had an under league back in the day when I was a kid, and I would go to games, and they had a female goalie on the men's team. She was that good, and her name was Manon Riome. Very French, very French. But it, but it was, but her last name was spelled like R H E U M E or so. I don't even know, but it was so French, and I was just like, I, again, I think it's just so exotic. I remember her name because you well, can't forget, fr- like Manon Rion. French names like that, they never make sense. They will never make sense. I don't know what. Uh, there's one. Oh, he was an Anaheim goalie, the Mighty Ducks. When, when like the Mighty Ducks movie was hot and shit, they but they had a goalie. John, oh, Osgood. No, I don't John know. Sebastian Jaguer or Whoa, some shit. Okay. John Sebastian Jaguer. And I'm like, that is know. such a fun name to have. <laughs> like, I would love that. It just that. rolls off the tongue. John Sebastian Jaguer. But then, like, you could, be, but you could be Patrick Waugh, and Waugh yeah, is R-O-Y. Whoa, yeah, what does Roy. that mean? Patrick that? Roy. <laughs> That's stupid. Because it's fucking French Canadian. They got to be different I don't like it. there, eh? I know, it's terrible. <laughs> It's not the vibes that I want to I want to go along with. Um, all right, yeah, but we're back. Um, okay, so I glad we could provide you straight- with some of the some of the Bonnaroo music vibes there on break. Yeah, I was going to say because it was a, a toss up between I Mike Mike Reb what's his name Mark Rebier. Rebier or Tool? Is he a French? Is Rebier oh, French? Oh my God, he's a French he, bastard too. God, is he, he gave up his French? career in hockey to be the Loop Daddy. You he's know what? Be that's French. annoying. Na- it's spelled like R E B B I L E T or something E-I-E-I. like that. L E T T. It's spelled like Rebelette. <laughs> it's spelled like Rebelette, but it's Rebier. So you know get what? It right, you motherfucker. That's why I wouldn't know Respect it. I, I don't the robe. I don't expect myself to know it then. I was, I was like, that's either Rebelette or Tool. I know. I kept, having to explain to, I kept having to explain to my girlfriend and her friend who it was and his background and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, he does this thing called looping. So they call him Loop Daddy. And yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was a mess. Well, because I remember there was a couple of people that told me I looked like him before Coosbane was yes. a guy. You do you got a now little I bit of like... Rebier vibes. You got a little Rebier vibes. You need, uh, you need a robe and some glasses, but you got some Rebier vibes. And uh, yeah, but no, now it's uh, definitely Kuzbane. And that's my no. dude, too. He's been yeah. dropping some new shit, too. I'm going to look up uh, some more of his music soon. We'll play some more of his on here soon. I uh, Okay, so I got to Wait, okay, so it's going to take me a second to pull up the stories. I, um, dude, let me tell you, my laptop, I'm making the most of it now. I got this, like, a PlayStation 2 emulator. 
Like and what? I'm playing like old school fucking games, like PlayStation. Can I like, get that on my? Can games. I get that on my Mac? Can I get it on yeah. my Mac? Yeah, yeah, Send yeah. Me a link. I want this shit, dude. We want to play PS2. like I want to play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Yes, they have I that. Got it. <gasps> they have that. Okay, bro. That okay. reminds me that quickly. That reminds <laughs> me of the funniest meme that I've seen all week, and it was a picture of Joe Biden mid-fall off the bike and then there's like a bmx oh, bike yeah. at his feet and then they they morph that onto the cover of uh matt hoffman's pro bmx <laughs> and they call oh, it joe biden's man. pro bmx and it looks like he's doing a sick trick off of his mountain bike but he's just yeah. falling like an old man he wiped he wiped out um okay so i have the stories pulled up now uh, the ps2 emulator was just a distraction but i do have that i'll send you the link for real yes for send real. me the link for I want, yeah dude because i'd be getting bored and i'm like oh, i can only watch so much tv and i'm fucking out of pot and stuff so i'm just like i just need a distraction yeah and then you can either set up your keyboard to do like the playstation 2 controllers like the up down you know l1 r1 you know whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. or yeah. you can just plug in a controller like through <gasps> usb but well, yeah, we'll get into a controller <gasps> yeah, yeah okay so uh oh. you you ready for the did you hears let's do it let's get to the news Did you hear that? Did you hear? 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 Original rap. We bring it to you live in the physical, digital download fever. We reaching critical mass. We give it our all. We love if you give us a little back. We can't be too mad at you for clicking on that. Yo, did you hear? Horror show all up in your ear. Yo, did you hear? Did you hear? Uh, Great intro, man. Great way to bring it in there, John. I, 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 I try to yodel like it's like a ha- it's a crossbreed between like yodeling and uh, holding notes and changing it up. Did you hear? I try to go all over the map a little bit, but still maintaining the notes and trying to be a slightly melodic, but. Yeah. Damn. I don't know. Run them by me and I'll tell you. I don't I'm like I'm just now discovering my body. I'm turning thirty soon and I'm hitting <laughs> puberty <laughs> very yeah, soon. Yeah, that's a different vibe. Yeah. You can start <laughs> discovering more stuff. <laughs> oh man. Uh okay, so I'll start us off. Um well I so I'll start off with this one because I think you started the show with it. Steph Curry's Golden State Warriors beat Jason Tatum's Boston Celtics in six games to win the NBA Finals. Yeah, buddy. Did they? So did they play? Was that one? Do you remember that was Game Six? Was that played in Golden State or was it in Boston? Um, that's a know? great question. Actually, no, I'm just I curious because you know it's got to be weird. It's got to be weird to fucking win a game on the road like that. Win like a championship away from home like that. That's a good I question. Mean, it happens. Actually. I know it's a frequent thing, but I was just curious because I didn't watch a single second of it. So there well, you go. But I did hear, obviously, on the radio what was going on. It makes me think sometimes too, especially watching like playoff whatever. It's um, kind of one of those like, did you you know lose on purpose so that you could win back at home? Yeah, right. Well, you know, in, dude, I don't think 
that that's just too risky, man. You can't do that in a championship against the other greatest team in the league. You know what I mean? You can't give them any wins. You can't tank shit. You just got to win what you can win. I feel no, like. yeah. Depending on what you're going for, because I like that's one of those things, you know, where you could be playing basketball for the money and the notoriety, or you could be playing basketball for straight championships and to be the best and to act like that's like a Kobe Bryant versus uh, uh I don't know somebody who chases money and and one in the league Kim Kardashian. But uh, uh, but I see what you're saying. Uh, at a certain point, I guess these guys, you know, like a like a LeBron or a Kobe or whatever. Once you have so many championships, you can just fucking you know. Then I guess you can you know you're not worried about your or, you know you once you have so much money, I should say, then you are just playing for championships to be the best, I suppose, right? Because it's like, how can you you know what's more money due to us to the to the ultra wealthy? Not not much. I mean, sometimes when it gets to that passionate level, am I coming through? Are you are you? Oh, wait, I'm hearing an echo. Is there? Is, are your AirPods on? Yeah, buddy. Uh, you're okay, just hearing cool. a natural echo because no, no. of FaceTime, no, no, no. probably. Actually, it's cured. It, now it suddenly just went away. My bad. Boom. Okay. There it went. Moving on. Um, yeah, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> the, yeah, there's just like those people that go for straight money, you know, and have no problem, um, you know, stepping on whoever they have to step on. See, that echo is back again. Uh-oh. <laughs> This year, it's all in your own head. But I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's uh, people that go for straight money. You know, it's a whole LeBron, I'm taking my talents to South Beach thing. He was going for oh, the payday. Yeah. He was like, fuck Cleveland, I'm going for the payday. Then he felt guilty and fucking got tired of people shitting on him in his hometown, and he went back home and fucking yeah, did him right. Well, and then he left him and, again. And this would kind of tie with that story, but um, it because, yeah, I mean, you mentioned this coming back from break, but it would uh, seem like the avalanche. I hope I'm not speaking too prematurely because the series is 3-1. But do they play tonight? Like, is, do, are they playing as we record, or is there a day off? Because I know it went day 3-1 off. yesterday. Okay, okay. Yeah, so it's 3-1 now, and I'm assuming the Avalanche are going to win the Stanley Cup over the Tampa Bay Lightning. I don't know how long it's going to take. Probably, under some under, under controversy, but probably, because the shit I heard about last night was that I guess they had too many men on the ice, and then... Oh, there was a couple of things, and it went to overtime. They had too many men on the ice at the very end when they scored that winning goal in overtime, and that won them the game, and then, you know, and then uh, when they asked the NHL about it today, the NHL was like, well, you know, I know it was a mistake, but we got to go with what the refs called at the time, so we can't, you know, we can't retroactively change the score, and people are fucking heated about that. Again, well, I don't care. I have no allegiance to hockey. I mean, the other games were like... The Avalanche won seven zero. The Lightning won six two. Really? You know, okay. Like so they've been some runaways. Okay. The other games weren't very close. You know, but there was. You know, if you have a game that goes to overtime, everybody, yeah, they start to get up in arms. That could have been the difference. Oh my right. God, you screwed right. us over. Right. Like, ah, I don't know. Um, and speaking of difference, this business is dealing through uh, a little bit of a change. Uh, the WWE is um, get going with an interim. CEO, I guess uh, Stephanie McMahon is going to take over for Vince. Yeah, that's uh, what I heard. It was his daughter, not his son, that's going to take over. Yeah, Vince McMahon's in a little bit of trouble. He's got allegations. He's seventy six years old. Yeah, um, he, he looks great for seventy six. You know, and I always said that when I realized how old he was back when he was trying to wrestle as an old man, and I was like, "How old is this guy?" And he was like sixty five, and I was like, "Oh my god, this guy's like ripped. Like he's got like a big ass barrel chest and muscles, and he's out there wrestling motherfuckers, and he's yeah at retirement age." I, I remember being a teenager, like time to hang it up, Vince. And then it's like yeah, I'm absolutely. sitting here, 
you know, talking and about. And here we are, yeah, 10, 12 years later, and he's still going at it, and it takes a fucking sexual assault allegation to get the guy to quit. What do you know? Yeah, he uh, stepped aside as CEO and chairman of the company while um, the the WWE's board of directors investigate claims of sexual misconduct against him. Um, what man. a creeper. Uh, again, well, he's not he's not guilty of this yet, but if he is, I can't say not that I, I won't say I'm not surprised, but I'm just saying like I can definitely imagine it when I close my eyes and think of what a creepy fucking dude he is. Just like how the inner, you know, I don't even know the details on the interaction, but I can just see this guy just skeevily like grabbing on the female talent's ass or I don't know, maybe using his I power. You it. know, I feel with Vince McMahon is probably more of a. Uh, you know, tit for tat type thing. You you do this for me, and I'll do this for you. You know, like you do this for me, and I'll make you the WWE female champion or whatever. You know, th- that type of power play is is how I imagine this went down. Yeah, and it's again, kind of weird. It doesn't seem that far out of the realm because the guy doesn't seem like. And again, he plays a character on the stupid thing that I don't watch, but what I've seen of it, he seems like uh, not a great dude. It's a uh, I, yeah, I get the same vibes. It's like you know, yeah. I can't say one way or the other, but it's just like this. Eh, like I don't know about you, pal. Like yeah. type of like. Eh. It's one of those like you play the villain way too well. Like maybe you just are a villain. <laughs> maybe you're just a rich, <laughs> right. villainous piece of shit bastard who yeah, has way too much money and power. It's odd, like the way that spectrum is. Where I think they're saying like the WWE just like lost value in the, like that fact of, of with everything going on with, with the sure. company right now, but. It has like its highest viewership in years. That and, makes like, right sense. Now, everybody tuned in because it's it's top story. Yeah, and, but, and they yeah, were, but they at the same time they lost massive amounts of value. I mean, it could be worse. It could be cryptocurrency. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it could be and worth like, less than nothing. I think people were like watching to see if you would like apologize, maybe. And I don't think he did. He does, I don't think so either. He doesn't seem a very apologetic type dude to me. Yeah, I, I think he just stepped aside and was like this yeah. is just the way it has to be uh, now it, you know he gives me trump vibes i'm not gonna lie like him and trump should just be in a room assaulting each other grabbing each other by the pussy around the same age exactly so. yep <laughs> best buddies yeah so i'll I give mean, you a fake ha- i'll give you cotton candy hair tips there will most likely be uh details coming out of that uh as, as yeah we'll keep you posted as we as we hear more i'm sure yeah um did you hear Elon Musk's daughter was granted a uh, name and gender change. Um, supposedly, she doesn't want nothing to do yeah, with the she's billionaire. Trying to, yeah, she's trying to step away from everything involving her father. Talk about creeps. Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess he weighed in on the topic at, uh, through a tweet. I mean, makes sense. He's trying to buy Twitter, so <laughs> exactly. Know, I think he did, right? Did he not, or is it, they still waiting on that to go through? I don't know, but yeah, it makes it's like sense. Pending. He used Twitter. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. And look, uh, if I'm spending $44 billion on something, I want that shit today. Just saying. <laughs> uh, he tweeted in 2020, I absolutely support trans, but all these pronouns are an aesthetic nightmare. Which is like, wowie, wowie. Um, especially if you have a daughter that's dealing with that type of issue. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, look, I, I'm not... That's a weird I, thing I to be vocal about. I can kind of say I get his point, but I would never say something that callous. And, you know, even if I, I don't maybe not know his point, but I see what he's I mean, I guess if he, I don't, what he means is I would say maybe I, you know, I don't understand what he means by aesthetically, but it's confusing. It definitely gets confusing. All these. Pronouns, I mean, even you know, what do you even, call someone nowadays? Even he, using she, the they, word they, nightmare, 
Like it's not even that nightmarish. No, it's I just know, a right? Thing that's going it's, on. Like it's exactly, it is right? what it is. And it's like again, it's one of those things that like how does it affect you? Aside from like slipping up on calling somebody a he or a she, how does yeah. it affect your life? They're the ones that has to deal with you know. But it's all a nightmare the and everything else, right? But it's oh. your nightmare, poor Elon, right? Calm right. down, yeah. Like right. seriously, that's that's like a little bit of an exaggeration, I would think. But uh, there being no objects, insurance, of new birth certification. Oh, there, yeah, no objections. The peti- uh, petition for change of name, recognition of change of gender, issuance of new birth certificate is granted. She was going for the, what is that like the triple threat or like the home run, the grand so slam? Old, of, does it say how old she is? Is she a child or is she an adult? She must be like a kind of teenager, almost adult, but not quite. Yeah, her name is Viviana. Oh man, Viviana well, Jenna Wilson. Okay, I'll um, say this: I, he did a better name, better job naming that baby than he did the one he had with that pop singer girl. Uh, she recently turned eighteen. Oh, so maybe go. it was maybe it was the second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what the it seems like. She turned like. eighteen. She was like, "I'm out of this family." Uh, and it, you know, in reaction to everything going on, she said, "I no longer live with or wish to be related to my biological father in any way, shape, or form." Mm, yeah, she's definitely taking a stand and making Deep a, cut. making a statement with that for sure. Deep cut. Um, did you hear? Oh, everything happening with the January sixth uh, capital I did storming hear about some of this. Yep. So there's like a committee, you know, and they're having their daily hearings. Uh, it's like day six or five or something. Um, the I think the most recent thing going on, or one of the most recent things going on, is they're trying to say the uh, Donald Trump had a lot of effort that he was, you know, putting forth uh, in terms of trying to intimidate the Department of Justice to overturn the 2020 election. And- Absolutely. And hitting up the governor of Georgia and the, uh, the the lieutenant governor of Georgia and giving him vaguely veiled threats and shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, it's and that's shitty. that's the country's top, you know, body or law enforcement. You know what I mean? So to try to, you know, take over that is kind of really go shooting for so the stars. Yet that's, another that's, that's over the to top power on. grab. I know. I like how we transition from one power-hungry megalomaniac, from a power-hungry megalomaniac and Vince McMahon to a power-hungry megalomaniac and Elon Musk to a power-hungry megalomaniac and Donald Trump. Jesus, dude. See, this, this is country is overwhelmed with those people. That's because I think I said it while we were on break. I was like, I guess it's time to do the news. Like, and I was like, I don't even care to like talk about what fucking some of this shit is. Like, because it's billionaires just being exactly. billionaires. It's the same story, just slightly. Yep. Same story, just slightly variated between the two or three fucking top-notch assholes that that you know take over the headlines week after week. The only thing I appreciate when we do the news sometimes is we can find like a way to group them all together, and that's what I'm gathering from what I'm saying so far. Is like, yeah, uh, yeah Golden State. Okay, so NBA players get a little richer and get a ring, and uh, the Boston Celtics get paid very well, and we'll just come oh, yeah, back and fine. try to do it again next year. Cool, fine. Vince McMahon. Yeah, Elon Musk. Like, what's going on? Okay, so I'll uh, the yeah, the January six hearings. A great team. Yeah, I. Uh, it's one of the, my favorite quotes from The Office. The January six hearings are going on, so I'm just going to rifle through these last two because now I'm okay. like seeing the theme, and it's pissing me off a little bit. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> it's okay. getting to me. You're, you got a bad uh, taste in your mouth from all yeah. these news. Okay. Maybe these are like my just like brief bold prints. Uh, Justin Bieber, uh, did you hear? He has Ramsey Hunt the disease 
or syndrome. He has maybe what? not disease. Ramsey Hunt syndrome. What is that? It's like half of his face is paralyzed. Oh um, yes, okay. I did hear this. I haven't seen any pictures though, but I heard that it was pretty drastic. Like he made a video kind of addressing his fans because he had to cancel some shows because of this. And oh, in the video, like pissed. his left eye is like shut. Yeah, I know they were pissed, but and I'm not even a fan of Justin Bieber. But it's like, dude, fucking like if his face is, you know what I mean? If you look at the guy and his face is like half of it shut down, you got to be worried about the guy. You know what I mean? Again, I don't even care for Justin Bieber at all. But it's like if I see a dude who's you know like that young and virile and then to know he's got that kind of health thing going on it's like yeah i feel for the guy you know like i hope it all works out and the fucking the kid's okay even though he's, yeah he's been known for kind of an asshole i still it's like no pissed at the guy for canceling shows because his face doesn't fucking work come on yeah i mean because yeah it's a, like it was a virus you know and i i don't know if you know i mean i'm sure there's ways to dial it back or you know to get over it completely because i don't think it's a super you know drastic thing that's good i don't know it's, i don't know how serious of a thing it is but i know it's like a virus you kind of like contract or whatever or get from you know i whatever i don't it's weird know. and i never heard of it i don't know enough about it. it yeah and like because I, I didn't know what the name of the thing was that he got i just heard that and, it happened like earlier this week and ramsey hunt must be like a guy that got it first or something right <laughs> yeah know. he's the lou gehrig of ramsey hunt disease <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming. Like that's my. But uh, nobody so, wants to be that guy. You, so you want things named after you, but not a disease. It's not even so much that like his eye was closed, but his one side of his face was just like normal. And then he would like talk and like he had animation on the one half, and then would blink. Right. But his other right. size, his other uh, you know, side eye. So it wasn't whatever, like droopy, was like blinking. a stroke. It just wasn't moving. Yeah. He just had he had Weird. one side that was completely emotionless, like super Botox, and then <laughs> right, another side right. that was. Oh super, man, like, I laugh, but I again, I hope this guy's okay because I would be freaked out, dude. Like, yeah, uh, you no, know, of all uh, things, like if I like, I don't know, man. And, and again, I'm not a very vain person. I don't feel like, but like, if something fucked me up and it fucked up my physical appearance to that extent, I would be mortified to go out in public, dude, just because. Yeah. You know, and I try not to be a judgmental person, but I just, I know what I think when I see people like that. And I don't, you know, some, not that I'm a horrible person, but like, I just, and I'm like, oh, I couldn't, I don't want to be that guy that everyone's like talking about and chuckling about behind my back and making jokes. Oh, I just, oh, that would be, that would be a nightmare for me, dude. I, unlike Elon oh, Musk's you know aesthetic nightmare with fucking gender names, I the aesthetic nightmare for me is when my fucking face doesn't work and I got to go to I, work. I did almost call it, uh, you know, call it though, or bop it right on the head because he, uh, it was first described after a famous neurologist, James Ramsey Hunt. There you go. Um, but and then outside of facial paralysis, it causes a uh, hearing loss. So if you're a musician, that's even worse. Oh, that's terrible for him, dude. Uh, really, it occurs. I really feel for this kid. I really it occurs do. as a complication of shingles. So like, oh he, no way. Well, the shingles virus get, is actually well, the shingles virus is actually something that usually affects older people, and that's the vi- and that virus usually lays dormant in your body from chickenpox as a child. He must that's have not a, have gotten chicken pox then maybe you maybe he didn't and he got him as an adult and it was really bad and it worked Ooh. yeah who knows who knows damn yeah but i but i do feel for him because like yeah that's crazy serious and then for people to get for like, real so pissed off you know hopefully unlike half pol- of his face i feel for him <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm uh, so sorry 
uh, Marilyn Monroe's dress was destroyed at the oh. Met Gala by K. Kim, Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. Yeah, let's talk about this a little bit. I did read a little bit about this, and there's been a lot of argument. You know, she says she didn't fuck it up. People yeah, say they've she been did denying fuck it. it. Up. They uh, they posted the photo evidence, and um, I okay. So this is the the photos that I saw. First of all. I was surprised to know that Orlando had a tie-in with this at all, because apparently the dress that she wore uh, was loaned to her because the owners and where it's currently on display is Ripley's Believe It or Not on iDrive. Yeah, which is I did one not thing, realize that. You, I almost uh, in St. Augustine, Ripley's Believe It or Not is over there uh-huh. too, and I almost yep. went, but that's one of the things I'm saving for next year. But that's cool. That's and again, what made I told me think you of that- this too. That's a fun one, and I told you to go there because that's something my family always does. Like, when I remember going there when I was a kid, my grandparents took me, and then so when I visited as an older guy and I had a kid, I took my kid, and now, you know, so she's a fan. So that's like a family thing that we do, but again, it's not like, I wouldn't say you're missing out on anything. But again, I didn't know that Marilyn Monroe's dress was there. I don't remember ever seeing it. It was not yeah. there when I was a kid. That's it, That was kind of crazy to me when I had seen that. I was like, holy shit, like, the more you know. And uh, and then I guess it was for rent. It was like she didn't buy it or anything. It, uh, no, I just thought she loaned it. Did uh, she pay to wear it or something? Is that why? Maybe that's how they worked it out. I think I she rent, rented it or sponsored it or something. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. Um, well, and I don't know all the pictures. They showed pictures kind of the before and after, and a, a lot of the hubbub was about that. People were saying, "Oh, you know, because it's like a white dress coated in like diamonds or crystals of some type to look like diamonds, and it looks like it's all sparkly and shit." And uh. I guess the big, you know, some of the big argument was um, some of the jewels were missing and others are just hanging on by a thread. And then also I heard that this is a bigger issue is that um, some of the like clasps, John, you're you you've had a girlfriend. You understand how uh, bras work, you know, like the hooks that hold bras on. Yeah. The interlocking hooks. Apparently all all along the back of this dress is hooks like that that hook into each other, kind of like a bra. And oh, all where, it, the, where are, they're are those attached. those like the sequins? Is that like yeah, the well, fancy word? Sequins? No, well, sequins are like the little shiny things that are all over it. Yeah, but the hooks that oh. hold this thing eh. onto, onto you have been all stretched out. And you can see they took pictures up close of like the seam where all the fucking hooks were sewn into the dress. And a lot of them are like just pulling at the fabric and ripping off. And it's like, Jesus, Kim, you, your big ass stretched out Marilyn Monroe's fucking dress and ruined some of those hooks. They're like, restitch it and don't say nothing. No, well, and, <laughs> and so I guess, you know, word. when it was returned and people started having a big freak out about it, they were like, oh, all these jewels are missing and barely hanging on. And, and the only thing she responded to was, you know, well, those jewels were damaged and hanging off to begin with, which some of them I'm sure were, but she did not respond to the fact where she stretched it out with her big fucking ass. Yeah, but let's not pretend anyway. she's the same figure as Marilyn Monroe. Exactly. She said she bodies. lost like 15 pounds to get into that thing, too. And I'm Stop like, well, it. maybe you should have lost 17. I don't know. I'm just saying. 70. <laughs> not, not, that she's, I mean, not that she's a big girl at all, but like we all know she's very curvy. And as curvy as Monroe was, I feel like Kim's a little curvier. And clearly she is because she ruined that dress. Wow. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll personally never one. forgive her. I'll personally never forgive her. Dead that, to me. That dress was near and dear to my heart. And it really yeah, was. It's really going to, it's it's sitting nasty with me in the pit of my stomach. Sleeping tonight is going to be real difficult. Just like, uh, just like Beaver's face, the whole left side of that dress is ruined. Uh, and Elon Musk and the things he's dealing with, like what do you do Like besides like bathe in your money and try to yeah, relish? Exactly. In the, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard times for these folks. 
All right. Well, I got a handful, and I'll start with some of the more downer stuff and end it on some of the more funny stuff. How about that? So we I end on a little bit it that it. way. Okay. Yeah, I like so, that. Because yeah, some yeah. of these aren't aren't really happy stories. So let me lump a couple of these in together. Uh, let me get some of the deaths out of the way. How about that? Um, uh, so I don't know what's going on at the Baltimore Ravens, but uh, man, they've not had a good week. Did you see about the Baltimore Ravens this week? Some of Is the it names. T- Tony Saragusa. Well, Tony Saragusa is one of them. Yeah, Saragusa yeah. dead at 55, only 55 yeah. years old. Um, and I remember Goose from the Super Bowl winning team. He played along Ray, alongside Ray Lewis and all those fucking guys. And he was part of that amazing defense that has, I think they hold the record, or at least they did that season, for the fewest amount of points allowed in a season. Well, even that, up, up until outstanding le- feat. up until recently, he was a Fox analyst. And, yes. uh, a, a and that's kind of how I know him. Yeah, sideline side reporter. And he was super charismatic, and everybody loved him, and he had a great personality. He was just like like your your fat drunk uncle on the sidelines talking to the players and being friends. <laughs> you know, that's, that's that's the vibe the guy. Yeah. Off. He was a really cool guy. And right. you know, I'll be you know as a guy, I haven't watched football in years, but if I did again, it would be sad to not see him on the sidelines doing his goofy ass shit that he tended to do. But in in other sad news from the the Baltimore Ravens this week, uh, they had a linebacker. Uh, stick to the defense who was only 26 years old and uh, he died Jalen Ferguson does that name ring a bell no no um, let's see let's okay here here's the update I've got Um, he's got to be currently active or was yeah, well, so uh, Baltimore Ravens pass rusher Jalen Ferguson has tragically died at 26, the team announced on Wednesday. No details surrounding his death were released. We're profoundly saddened by the tragic passing. Uh, I did say they did not rule out overdose, but here we go in the... Uh Here's the update that I've got as of uh, 9.30 this morning. Uh, in a second update, the Baltimore Police Department says investigators are not ruling out the possibility of an overdose, but obviously they have to wait on the tox report, so that's not something they're going to get back right away. Um, the Baltimore Police tells us officers responded to a Baltimore residence around 11.25 on Tuesday regarding a report of questionable death. Police say they arrived on the scene. They found him unresponsive while being treated by medics. He never regained consciousness and was pronounced dead on the scene. They do not suspect foul play. They added there were no signs of trauma. So again, they have to get the tox screen back before they can rule out if that was, you know, accidentally self-caused overdose or what was going on there. Because I don't know if it's... Sad news out of Baltimore. Yeah, I don't know if it's an underlying issue or not, like something that he's been dealing with for a little while, but like I think the leagues should drug test more. I mean, drug tests are expensive, but you should drug test more The leagues have the money for that. Exactly. Or at least, and they're drug testing, worried about marijuana and shit, and they should really be worried about these things that are killing people. Well, like, well, even do like you think? The, do you think it was drugs that killed Tony Saragusa at fifty five and only six feet and three forty? Hmm. Well, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Well, some of no. them. I'm like, Have you seen Terry, Tony Saragusa lately? Look at some of these photos. So <laughs> I think we know what killed Tony Saragusa. <laughs> some of it blows my mind because there's like these freak athletes that pass away, and I'm like, how are you dead and I'm still somehow here? And then. You know, vice versa, where it's like, I get it. You know, I know exactly yeah. where that Although, came from. Although, you know, from. I, I say, you know, I say that, but obviously the guy's a big kind of overweight dude, but he was only 55 and he used to play football. So how out of shape is this guy? Like, I No, but like, if you, if you think about it, like from the business aspect, so let's say if, you know, companies sometimes do like their quarterly evaluations. So like if you're getting right. paid an uppity amount, should you not like every three, four months get drug tested? And like, yeah, yeah, catch no, that right. blip of like, oh, this this person might be abusing drugs. And Did like, you just let's call try to Tony Saragusa a blimp? That was rude. 
<laughs> God, can the, the can the dead have no respect for you, John? Oh, oh, Lord, man. Um, hey, there was another death. It was not Baltimore related, though. Let me see. Let me scroll and find it real quick. I got so many stories pulled up here. Um, uh, there was some. Uh, we already talked. Oh, that was. <laughs> I was like, oh, here's one we talked about already. It was that guy that got hit by a dump truck. <laughs> The, uh, oh boy, Dwayne Haskins. That's an old story that I didn't get rid out of my uh, yeah out of my file here. But uh, on top of that, that, just sports in general has been um, just crazy between not just deaths, but just uh, things going on maybe near deaths. Um, so there was a basketball player last week that uh, from Toledo. Toledo basketball player helps save ref's life with CPR after he collapsed mid game. So the ref falls out in the middle of the game, and the fucking player goes over and starts giving him CPR and saved his life. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was you know. And again, um, was it? I don't know if it was college or. I mean, there's probably the EMTs details. on the side the, anyway. When during the Toledo but. Glass Cities game, I don't know what that is against the Jamestown Jackals. Whatever the fuck that. Oh, means. that I sounds. I don't know what those teams are. Maybe yeah. that's some like semi-pro or something i don't even know but um and then the most breaking of all of these the the freshest story of all these kind of sports tragedies or craziness going on at sporting events did you hear about this one just today where the um the american uh team swimming coach had to dive into the pool and save one of our swimmers at a like at an event she was performing for if you say she was drowning yeah well like how how she fainted okay so she's 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 a synchronized swimmer and she was doing a solo routine and she i guess fainted at the end of her while she was still underwater and something happened where she fainted and floated like sank down to the bottom of the pool so her coach jumps up and yells to the lifeguard hey get like go help her because she had been apparently underwater for 2 minutes not unconscious, Wait, but I guess they waited no, two minutes. No, well, no, she was doing her routine and she was underwater. And then at the end of the routine, the first thing you do, obviously, is pop your head up to get air, right? Because you've been underwater for two minutes, holding your breath. <laughs> so and she's underwater, like, and then and then her right at the end of her routine, she just starts slowly sinking to the bottom of the pool. And the coach jumps up and yells to the lifeguards, like, "Hey, go get her!" And nobody would do anything. So she jumped in herself, swims to the bottom of the pool, fucking grabs this girl, pulls her up, and saves her fucking life. But long story short, my thing is clearly this woman has an issue because this is the second time in a year this has happened where she's fainted in oh, the pool swimming. No. So, yeah. like, find a new sport. Find a new sport. Yeah. Find a new sport in the air. Play the, softball. Everybody, everybody is just trying to sit there and say, this is her big finale. Just give her... She'll come back up with a grand... <laughs> right? A She's going to come back up and spray us all with her blowhole, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, no. I don't know. I'm sure I'm sure Vince McMahon would find her a good position over at WWE. Creepy fuck. Um, let's see. I got some other stories. Um, does the name Julius Francis ring a bell to you? It did not to me. No. Apparently, he's an old-timey boxer from the 80s. He's a British guy. And huh. uh, so, I guess last week, he was... Uh, obviously, he's retired from boxing because, he, again, he was a boxer in the uh, 80s and I think the 90s. He's 57 now. But ex-boxer Julius Francis down to rematch Mike Tyson after a knockout vid goes viral. So, this guy was working security at, at Wimbledon last week. And so, did you see the video? I didn't see the original video. Did you yeah. see it? And he punches it's, the it's guy like one w- time and knocks this guy the fuck out? Yeah, but he's a big boy. Tyson would eat him alive. That's not... Is that's he? Okay. Not, 
Well, he said, you, you know, we spoke with a 57-year-old who had the internet in a frenzy after he KO'd a man while working security at a shift in UK earlier this month, and he told us he's now willing to come out of retirement if the opponent and the price are right. Uh, if there is a promoter that's willing to promote a sanctioned fight, he said, I never have liked talking about money, but if they could come up with a decent offer, then who knows? So he's willing to do it. And then it shows an old pic of Tyson and him fighting, and he got fucking killed by Tyson back in the day, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, and he doesn't look half as good now, and Tyson is still a monster. Yeah, Tyson is, um, it's is not still fair. a monster of a man, even though he's high as fuck all the time. He is still a, a monster of an athlete, I do believe. Um, let's see. Okay. I do we declare. Talk about, we talk about these stories all the time, and this one definitely jumped out at me. I don't know her name, but uh, her name is Kaylee Cowan. That didn't ring a bell to me. But apparently she's the girlfriend of not Ben Affleck, but Ben's brother, Casey Affleck. I know you've seen him probably. In oh, some yeah, movies. yeah. I know Casey okay. Affleck. She, okay. Well, his girlfriend, Kaylee Cowan was awakened in her bed the other night and when she opened her eyes there was a man staring down at her over her bed he broke in her house while she was asleep what the hell yeah kaylee or casey affleck's girlfriend awakened by burglar staring at her kaylee cowan the girlfriend of casey affleck had the scariest wake-up call of all time cops say she opened her eyes to find an intruder staring down at her she was alone early Tuesday morning in the bedroom of their L.A. home when she opened her eyes and saw a man in her bedroom. We're told the intruder broke in sometime around 3 a.m. She let out a scream, and luckily that was enough to scare the guy right out of the house. She then called 911 and somehow had the presence of mind to give the dispatcher a description of the guy. Even though she had just woken up, she could give a, a description. So, um, so the police raced, then raced to the scene with sirens blaring and spotted him running down the street. He was arrested and taken to the station. What an idiot. First thing you do, I'm just saying, I'm not going to tell people how to commit crimes better, but if you break into someone's house and then you run out from it, don't you stay walk. on the street. Yeah. Or, yeah, walk, or walk. Or be yeah, cool. Calmly walk or take your, yeah, change your clothes, go into the woods. What are you doing? You deserve to get caught. <laughs> <You're an idiot. laughs> but, and good security. Um, I mean, yeah, right? celebrity security right there for you. Top notch. Really, really uh, good. Let's see. Oh, I told you about the basketball player. Um, this was a big one out of Florida, out right there in Sanford, where we recorded a live show, what, two episodes ago? Which was a fucking long time ago now, but two episodes. Um, Is that like Pints Florida, and Paws? The, did yeah. you see? Yeah, Pints and Paws. Did you see the uh, the video of the Florida men arrested for alleged alleged attack on a black teen near the, in, near the same neighborhood where Trev, Trevon Martin was shot? No, but did you not hear about this? So apparently, this this it sounds black, believable. This young black kid was driving through their neighborhood. It's a very wealthy neighborhood. I can see the houses in the background of this photo and tell that it is. And uh, this guy was driving. It was like it was a nice car too. I think it was a Mercedes. He's driving a Mercedes through the neighborhood, and he's a black teen. And these guys come out. These two older white guys come out with uh, cameras. And they're, you know, they immediately start questioning, what are you fucking doing in this neighborhood? Are you going to rob us? Like, Get out of here. We don't know you. Get, you're not allowed. You, you shouldn't be here. They fucking then like throw shit at his car. One of them throws a giant rock through his back window. Anyway, everybody videotaped everybody. So this was just three viral videos everywhere. It was the two perpetrators videos and the victims videos. They all went viral everywhere. The guys were immediately caught. Their businesses were placed, were posted on Facebook the same day. So people were calling their employers and having them, you know, get, get complaints. They were again, because they were, they were so visible in the video. <coughs> Excuse me. It was very easy for cops to find them. And they've since been arrested on assault charges. Uh, Donald Eugene Corsi and Howard 
Oral Hughes. Oral. And and in their head, they were saving humanity. Exactly. Yeah, look at these guys and tell me they uh, they don't look like some latent KKK motherfucker. Oh, good Lord. Anyway, Straight out of Dukes of Hazard. Mind- yeah, right? Right? Small-minded. <laughs> f- yeah, one of them looks like fucking uh, Boss Tweed or whatever the fuck his name was. Um, and more Florida news. Uh, Bam Margera, back in the news. We reported on it that he was out of the most recent Jackass, which I'm, I'm due to watch here any minute now. I'm going to watch this new Jackass. It's supposedly really good. But Bam Margera uh, reported, this was a week ago, I think they've since found him, but he was initially reported uh, missing after he fled from a, a rehab that he signed himself into in South Florida. Oh, boy. I didn't he know if you heard him. about that. He signed himself into a rehab yeah, and yeah, then left are, it? Yeah, the cops are on lookout. This was, again, at the time. I think it's been updated, and they found him since. But cops are on the lookout for Bam Margera after he bolted from a Florida rehab facility where he wasn't allowed to leave. It was like part of his uh, part of a probationary thing or something. People are uh, pretty convinced that Bam died when Ryan Dunn did. They're like, Ooh, oh, when, when Ryan is? Dunn died, Bam died. Given to the drug since then. Well, I and he just doesn't again, care. A little bit of an update, and he did say that, like, I'm sorry, uh, and I'm going to go back. He's claimed he's going to go back. We'll see. I'm nah. sure there will be more in the news. And I, I just hope that the next story we do on Bam Margera isn't, you know, like Bam found dead of an overdose somewhere because of his drug problems. All it is is words, words, words. Um, did you give Britney me that Spears? album? Yeah, I did. That Bo Burnham album? Yeah, that do you still words? have it? You still I was have wondering it? where I got Yeah, I, I couldn't words, tell. Words, words, words. Yeah, I was like, Who I just put a hole in the thirds, thirds, thirds. I'm a gay sea otter. <laughs> I blow other yeah. dudes out of the water. So, um, <laughs> uh, Britney Spears finally married her longtime fiance now, the Sam Ashgari guy, and I could give a fuck about that. But Jason Alexander stormed the party and tried to break up the wedding. Really? Yeah. Apparently, he showed up. He was like, "It's the summer of George. I was in the pool." No, it was apparently his name is Jason Alexander, but and that's one of her exes. It's not the Jason Alexander from how, Seinfeld. Oh, I was going to say, how old is he now? <laughs> I was thinking it was that guy. Okay. No, but I, I so the headline oh. came across my phone right, and it was like Jason Alexander breaks up fucking Britney Spears wedding. I was like, wait, what? George is right? doing what now? Like, and then Kramer <laughs> showed up and called everybody in words. It was wild. So I'm um, sorry, huh? It's, uh, let's see. Um, okay, and this is this is one of the darker stories as well. Thank God, nothing happened, and the guy called the cops and turned himself in. But I was playing you some of this audio uh, during the break of the oh. man who flew from California to, I believe, Michigan. I think that's where Robert Kavanaugh, the uh, one of the Supreme Court justices, lives. That's a weird one. And yeah, dude, this guy Nicholas Roski. And again, I mean, good on him for having the wherewithal to get all the way across on, you know, to, to his destination on his journey to kill or harm the Supreme Court justice by showing up outside of his house. But good on this guy for having the wherewithal to snap out of whatever mental thing he was going through in that moment to say, holy shit, I'm about to like ruin two people's lives, you know, like ruin, kill this guy or hurt this guy. And then furthermore, ruin my own life by killing someone. And having the presence of mind in that moment to like call 911 on himself and say, he literally was quoted as saying, um, he needs, quote, psychiatric help. And that the call uh, was weirdly calm. It was very right? calm. It was. Should I play? Let's play some of it. You want to hear some of it? Let me play some of it. Yeah, because yeah, he, sure he, he was just rocking. He was just matter of fact about really the situation. Was. It, it was exactly for a guy. Yeah, I would have been much more upset, you know, like knowing 
how drastic that situation was and what I almost did. But yeah, here, let me play some of this call. I am having thoughts. Say your last name again. They edit his name. Okay, so tell me exactly what happened when you say these thoughts. I've been having them for a long time. I'm from California. I came over here to act on them. Are you thinking of hurting anyone, including yourself? Yes. Do you have access to any weapons? Yes. I, I, I brought a firearm with me, but it's unloaded and locked in a case. Okay. And where's the firearm now? It's it's in a in a suitcase. It's a black suitcase. Um, it's I'm standing near it, but the suitcase is zip tied shut. Trump. Anyway, Already he then scary. just goes on. Yeah, and it, he just goes on to detail like what he's got in his pa- in his bags, and you know it, the story goes on to say, um, you know, he called and he said, um, "I'm having thoughts. I've been having them for a long time. I'm from California. I came here to act on them." He said he'd flown there, took a taxi to Kavanaugh's home, admitted he had a gun with him, um, and then he says uh, after co- then he also cops to having pepper spray and a knife in his luggage. He offers to step further away from the suitcase before police arrive, saying, "Quote: I want to be fully compliant, so whatever they want me to do, I'll do." Obviously, so he didn't get fucking shot and killed by police when they arrived because they know you have weapons and you're there to do harm on a fucking, uh, you know, a, a Supreme Court justice. Like, I mean, they- the black and white of it is he's just kind of there saying, "Hey, look at me." Like, in the black and white of it, he's just, right. like, trying to get attention for whatever's going on with him. I, you could be right. You could absolutely be right. Did you see the video of the uh, orangutan that attacked the man at the zoo last week? No, but I want to. That was scary. I really, oh, I'll show you right now. Here we go. Hang on. Let me open it up. I'll let, you, I'll let you watch it. You can, it was scary, bro. Like, the it shows the fucking brute animal strength these fuckers have really with their their four-handed feet yeah hang on watch this okay i'll try to call it like a uh like yeah give us color commentary like tony saragusa like i'll no, yeah just like i'm like i'm refing or something okay orangutan behind the cage got a little too close ripping the shirt oh the, the dude's shirt is grabbed the leg he's got the leg okay the orangutan is behind a cage but he's got a leg Two full hands on this guy's leg. He's not letting go. Oh, stiff as a bull. He's got the back part of it. He's like, he can, ooh, he's bending him. What? He just tripped him up. <gasps> Dude, so yeah, he grabbed that guy's leg and he fucking, he pulled him all into him. the cage and the guy was hanging vertically, being held up by the orangutan holding his leg against the bars. He on turned that him. Yeah. yeah. Dude, if he'd have kept pulling, he, pr- he could have what? probably broken that guy's fucking, just snapped that guy's leg in two, bro. <laughs> Holy fuck all wow. that. Dude, that was, that was that? a crazy story. When I saw that video, I was like, oh my God, bro. All right, so I just got two more headlines to, or actually- I wanted to, this is a bit old, but this is a headline that I completely missed and was like, oh my God, what a video. So, uh, you know, obviously Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso. I didn't realize that he was, did you know he was married to, do you know who Olivia Wilde is? She's an actress. Oh, she's super pretty. Nice she is very cheekbones. hot. Yes. What is she yes, from? Yes, like very striking features. Again, I couldn't tell you anything she's in, but I recognize her face and I re- recognize her name, too. She's yeah, like, yeah. She's very beautiful. Right. I didn't realize they were married. Did you? No, I had no idea. Me neither. Well, not anymore, because uh, this is about, this is, again, this, this story is a bit old, but I missed it uh, somehow when it came through, but... 
she was at a uh, she was at a thing called CinemaCon, like convention on movies, obviously, talking about her newest um, her newest film called Don't Worry, Darling. Ironic, the name of the movie and just all this going on because um, the headline: Olivia Wilde Sudeikis serve caught on video. Olivia Wilde kept her, her composure after being served legal documents on behalf of her ex Sudeikis, which you can now see on video. The footage from the awkward moment, which went down Tuesday at CinemaCon, has finally surfaced, and lo and behold, Olivia's handling of, of it was professional as everyone described it, which it was. But she's literally served divorce papers like Russ Rollins was on air that day, which was probably fake as hell. But she's on during a panel. her speech, she's on a panel talking about her role in this film, and right as she starts, look, I'm going to show you this video. This one's got audio. I want you guys to hear this and hear how what? she handles it. But j- just wait till you see and hear how this goes down, John. Not just the material, tangible things like a beautiful house, and perfect weather, and gorgeous cars. This is for me, right now. <laughs> very mysterious. I'm gonna open oh. it. Oh. Oh. Got it. Thank you. Um, but you know, and gorgeous cars, but also the things that. So yeah, she the, wow. so she's she's on stage all alone, you know, and to God knows how big of a crowd talking about her the making of this movie and her role in it. And somebody walks up to the the stage, obviously it's elevated, and at the very front of it slides this manila envelope onto it and she sees him come up and goes, "Oh, is, is this for me?" And he says, "Yeah." And she leans over and uh to pick it up and says, "Uh ooh, is it what is is how mysterious? What is this? I'm going to read it now. Is it a script?" And no. she opens it up, and it's fucking divorce papers. No, and she goes, That's "Oh, oh, yeah, I know what this is." Oh, when God, it's, it's a Manila hard. folder, and if you know yeah. you're having relship issues, why the right. kick it, kick it, and you never saw it, or just or just it's leave it on the stage ticket. right there and get it afterwards. I wouldn't have picked it up mid speech like that. That was just, don't even oh. get it afterwards. <laughs> but <laughs> I will say go. this: she she did she handled it well. She did handle it extremely professionally. And I'm, I, you know, good for her for handling it the way she did. I hope for both of them they can, you know, things work out and we don't have some crazy fucking divorce story, like kind of like Britney Spears' wedding story in the in the oh, near future. No, um, I don't want to see these rich soap operas anymore. I'm sick I'm of rich people it, having their issues. I'm gonna end it on a funny story here, but uh, I j- but this headline also caught me. This is an older one too that I missed. But did you did you hear that Ray J says the Kim K sex tape leak? quote leak was a deal between the two of them and chris jenner which everybody's always kind of thought the whole time well yeah because that's where she became famous and and got her popularity from really that's where she became a household name was after that sex tape was quote unquote leaked and she's not turned back since and everybody's always kind of said like oh yeah that quote leaked sex tape that wasn't an accident was it she gained fame from that and has again has not looked back since so yeah i think i in my head i think ray j started it and then was like, but baby, you look good in it. Like you look good. It's it's fine. Like let's do it. It'll make the press, and then you'll right, get you some look good, even though you're lazy and you don't do anything. You're shitty in bed. But anyway, <laughs> and in, <laughs> and in Ray that's J's what head, I was proving. It's just like, oh, you're you're gonna get a little bit of recognition. And it'll be fun, you know. And meanwhile, then, boom, meanwhile, that guy went that. nowhere. His career went nowhere. The only thing that happened with Ray J since then was me gaining the knowledge that he is a crooked dick. I never heard of Ray J until I knew of the sex tape. See, that he right did with Kim Kardashian, right? When right, I, right. When Kim Kardashian got famous, and you yeah. saw it, right? You saw his crooked dick. It's crooked, yeah. Right? But 
<laughs> it goes to the left, definitely. Definitely. But I backtracked to that. It was like Kim Kardashian's famous. Why is she famous? Right, this right, 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 right. Who's right. Ray J? Exactly. Oh, Ray J? See, I mean, I Crooked knew who P? she was kind of at that time, but I don't think she was super popular. She was still like gaining notoriety as some hot girl that the rappers were tossing around or whatever. Yeah, I... Ah. I don't know. I just the the fact that it was confirmed or almost confirmed by Ray J was like, oh, finally, like you know, the the that 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 weight's lifted off my chest. I can rest again. Thank you. But uh, all right, she, she set that up. She's ripping dresses. She's causing right? all kinds of problems. She, that's right. right. I forgot we already had a Kim K story. Split Maybe it was Ray J's crooked dick Pete. that ripped that dress. You never know. Um, <laughs> let's see. All right. So let me end it on this one. This was a funny one. Again, it's a little older, too, but I missed it at the time. Oh, you know what? I think I saved this to talk about at the Kelly show, but we got so high and didn't really do digis for a shit. Worth a shit, that show. So I totally, totally skipped over it. But this oh, one's hey, so funny. I'm it's timeless. It. I'm a- and I wanted to read it now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Definitely read it to me. While you do, I'm going to uh-huh. grab me a toothpick. Ooh. Thank you, Jelly Gherkins. Oh, Jelly Gherkins. Shout out to Jelly Gherkins for the toothpick love. This toothpick you, is Gherkins. kicking in. Those toothpicks were really kicking in at Bonnaroo. I'll just say that. Oh, you, you got some service out I definitely of took some toothpicks with me, absolutely. And um, and I'll tell you what, um, when you when you use them like this woman used her vibrator, they, they hit faster. That's all I'm going to say. Let me read Whoa. you the headline. TikTok star, quote, I got vibrator stuck up my butt. Had to have surgery to remove it. <laughs> a TikTok star's pleasure turned into a real pain in the butt, literally. She says she got a sex toy stuck up there and had to get it surgically removed. The woman who goes by the handle, and you guys can look her up on the old uh, talk of the ticks, is uh, Soph Zalofs, which is S O P H Z A L O A F S. So it's like Soph Zola. Zol- I want to keep wanting to say Zoloft, but Soph Zalofs and lives in the UK shared her horror story, and even posted the x-ray images of the vibrator inside her body, which I showed to you, John, um, which That's I think a, I should share. Is... And, and sh- put, I'm going to take a screenshot of this and actually put it on the uh, the Funny to Inform <laughs> group page so you guys can get a chuckle at, you know, at the vibrating booty. It's like half but, talk block, half digi. I love it. Uh, I, I like it. Yeah, right? It's a talk block, uh, a colon block, and a did you hear all at the same Best time. Best of both worlds, um, yeah. I like how, the, how they worded this. The TikToker says things got out of, quote, hand when she was using the three-inch toy. And when she couldn't get it out, she sought medical help. Well, smart woman. She says she couldn't go to the hospital the night it happened, so she tried sleeping with it inside. But the toy continued to buzz throughout the night. Oh, my God. As you can imagine, that made for some serious tossing and turning. When she finally went to the hospital the next morning, she says doctors struggled to get it out, and the only option was a surgical procedure. The woman says she awoke from surgery to find her vibrator next to her in a plastic bag. And to her surprise, (laughs) this thing still had some battery life. So whatever brand that was, she should now probably promote, because good Lord, that thing takes an assing and keeps on vibrating. Takes an assing and keeps on blasting. You wake up from anesthesia, and there's like... The like the head of a horse, I forget what it tell. It was that Goodfellas or <laughs> no? It's um, it's uh, Godfather. it's uh, Godfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The horse head in your bed. <laughs> she woke up from surgery to find a vibrator head in her bed. Oh, that's too uh, good. That's too good. Uh, the embarrassment alone would have me uh, not telling I know. anybody. I, exactly. She posted it on TikTok and made you know got famous off of this. You know what I mean? Like she definitely seems like one of those like British women that don't give a fuck. She took the That's opposite the vibe. approach. That's the vibe I'm getting. 
Divide. Back Raider. to you in the studio, John Hannon. Back to you Raider. in Orlando's weekly's best of studio. If you're asking me, I just let the batteries die and call it <laughs> and let it stay there. And just poop it uh, out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that just about does it for us, but definitely vote for us. Best of Orlando Weekly. OrlandoWeekly.com, all one word, and then right there uh, near the top, 2022 um, nominations. Yeah, I'm trying to I think of what, what section, section we're in. Yeah, me it's too. It's not local we'll, color. No, no. I think they got rid of the local color. I think they don't call it that anymore just because of the bad connotation. You don't want to call people colored. It's terrible. Oh, oh. It's very old school racist. And they You only do that year. if you live in Sanford and throw rocks at people's cars. Yeah, that only occurred to them this year. Yeah, uh, a little late, a little late. But yeah, it's there. It's in there somewhere. All you need is an email, and now the nominations are out, so all you have to do is click our name. You don't even have to type it in anymore. Um, yeah, yeah, we, we are fully on the it. list. And and you know what? We'll Jeez come Louise. up with a list because, you know, we've got a bunch of friends on there, too. You know, I was going through and I was like, awesome. Good to see Digi in there. Good to see the commission. Cavos, you know. You know, the stalwarts, the guys we like to vote for every year are people that take care of us and have always taken care of us. And oh, let us record so shows though. there and served us great beers and been amazing people to us. Yes, Fritz is in there for best pop. Uh, a pop group in Orlando for his new band Florida Slang. He's all over the like all, so many Lucious people. Lisa. So we're gonna come up with a list, yeah. And then we'll you know, I, and then I'll run maybe run through them. And you know, you guys don't have to vote for him, but we're just asking you if you like us. Maybe you'll like some of this stuff, and maybe go shoot some of these guys, our friends, a vote as well as us. Yeah, and I'm gonna keep sucking on this toothpick. It's you keep sucking, oh, baby. Man. Don't get it stuck <laughs> in your butthole like I did, though. <laughs> Thank you, Jelly Cargads. Um. Okay, so those splinters uh, were a bitch. <laughs> this is a—that's what it's like in my driveway. <laughs> I knew you'd appreciate that. Uh, this is episode two hundred nine of Funny to Informing. Um, that just about does it for us. I really don't have anything else to add. Um, I hope we could be doing this a little bit more frequently, but we say that every so often, and then by next episode, yeah. we have an excuse. Well, we say that, but I'll yeah. tell you, next week, John, I'm out of town again. Um, we're going to we're going on a trip to Valdosta for the 4th of July weekend. So, Oh, no shit. But I'm going to take the equipment, because I think there'll be a lot of downtime, and I might have some boredom set in there, because um, it's Valdosta, and what the fuck can you do there? Um, I will fill you guys in and let you know when I get back, but um, maybe, maybe I can, yeah, we can set up a recording. I can do it, like, next Saturday from over there. So maybe we get a live Valdosta show, guys. Yeah, that's a possibility. I, yeah, don't hold any value in it one way or the other. I hate to be locked in on certain things, especially right, right now. I'm carefree living. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, I'm just doing my thing, get, doing, uh, getting done what I need to get done. Um, and that's always priority. Just prioritize. That's the bare bones of it. But uh, says the guy who's bad at that. <laughs> you did yeah, 209 feeling fine <laughs> thanks to these toothpicks jelly gherkins yeah, nothing's important to me so i can't even be one to talk about priorities <laughs> uh funny to informing uh we'll see you for episode 210 i am john that is chris pizza visor for coleman and we hope that you guys enjoy listening as much as we enjoy chatting and shoot shit left with us or at us that does not matter and coleman tip your friends and family i'm going to keep it simple this week because i just got notification while we were doing this show that i lost another friend this year has been hell with losing friends and loved ones and i love you brad landers shout out buddy wherever you're at and just tell your friends that you love them today because they might not be here tomorrow Ugh. cheers man cheers guys 
Just know it, I can feel it, yo, they're having sex. And uh, Let me in, I'm trying to fuck. Let me in, I'm trying to fuck. 